When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what's, what's going on? We're we're ripping on Mike about a diet. Yeah, I stopped drinking. I'm not going to be drinking for a while. The the morning the, the morning radio life catching back up with you, Mike. It's always happens. Like I don't get enough sleep, and I'm doing way too much, and then I'm starting to drink too much, and and you know eating more crap than usual. Usually yeah. when I eat like crap, it's spread out, you know, over a few days. But now it was like every day. I think the Worcester hot dog safari put me over the edge. I was just about to bring up the Worcester hot dog safari. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I was been, eating like two to three friggin' killer dogs Jesus. every day for a week. And that's what really, yeah, you know, Sunday morning I woke up after going to see the Dropkick Murphys and getting shit-faced and being like, okay, uh, my body's telling me to fuck off right now. So I got I to gotta slow down. Reel it in. I get yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm dieting a little. Like, sure you are. I am. I really am. I'm by, dieting. What by drinking hard seltzer? <laughs> yeah, that's is that what it is. Switch to seltzers and like uh, <laughs> uh, Mick Ultras. Oh Jesus! Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you can quit drinking during this album. Right. <laughs> this album made me stop drinking. There's a ton of songs about being an alcoholic on here. Well, not a ton. There's a few. Yeah. Which is fitting, but it's so it's kind of fitting that we do this album. This album has a theme, Russ, and that theme is like choosing the right path. And I'm trying to do that right now. See, look, Chrome Dreams did inspire you. Yeah. Chrome Dreams 2, Russ. It's Chrome the Dreams sequel two. to Chrome Dreams. Right. Luke, don't you mean Chrome Deans? It's, uh, <laughs> I wrote that it's labeled place. 2 for a reason, I think. Um, I know we'll get into it a bunch. <clears throat> this podcast but i do want to say before we say anything else what a tragedy it is that we spent one week <coughs> listening to uh albums been... like after the gold rush and uh zuma and some of mm-hmm. these amazing albums and we took three weeks between episodes which means i was stuck with chrome dreams 2 for three weeks it's an absolute tragedy and i know i'm on an island i i didn't know that until uh mike you posted the album on facebook and people apparently love ordinary people oh yeah yeah they think that's like one of the greatest songs ever we'll get to that when we talk about social media it's it's amazing but i, I mean it's pretty good a, but i it's, can't hate a song more than i hate that song i won't lie to you yeah, i know you really do not like that tune at all and you I mean, have that been, was the reason why this album was out it's because he wanted to release this song and it was supposed to we'll talk about it, it was, you know what let's hit the theme song because we got to get into okay this. all right Sit and listen to each one. It's long. 
welcome to Long May You Young, the uh, only Neil Young podcast here on the uh, Pantheon Podcast Network. And as far as we know, throughout the world, until those dudes up in Quebec get their act together. Uh, my name is Mike Shue. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in, along with uh, Luke and Russ Condon from the Bandtown Meeting. We talk about Neil Young, and uh, we're trying to go through all of his uh, recorded music. Uh, in order of release and that includes all the reissue stuff and then we throw in some movies here and there and we have some special guests but this episode is chrome dreams 2 the album that is a sequel to nothing yes pretty much (laughs) i think someone on the on the long facebook page put it best it's like um neil let me try to bring it up here oh i think i know what you're talking about yeah uh let me see it's it's a lot of people have commented on it so far but uh, having it here it's shane black having a sequel to an album that never existed is one of the most neil things that ever happened this this album is chock full of fnm moments oh yeah very fucking neil man i mean you like birds and trains you like birds and trains and and dirty old men that's right (laughs) that's right is it doesn't doesn't that what he calls him and ben and uh ralph and i always forget his name who plays bass oh rick who plays bass he calls it the dirty the dirty old men yeah (laughs) dirty old men choir Singers or something well, like I that. Here. Uh, yeah, Larry Craig, Ben Keith, Ralph Molina, Rick Roses, and Neil Young are the dirty old men background singers. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, I wrote down how many different names he has for all the different groups of people that are doing stuff in this. It's pretty funny. Yeah, a, a collection of the, the usual core people. It's kind of like half crazy horse, uh, half... Straight, I'm not really straight gators, but half like Ben Keith crew, I like to call them because they were on yeah. Prairie Wind and what else were they on? Were they on Silver and Gold too? Yeah, and, and, yeah, uh, they've been on a ton of stuff. Yeah, but um, it's it's got kind of a crazy horse vibe to some of it, but only as much as Ralphie Molina can make it. Yeah, right. uh, who was the the drummer on on most of this? And it's got one really long song. It's got two really long. two. Two well, really long songs. Right. One that Russ, I mean, Luke really hates. Yeah. And, and one uh, that Russ really loves. Yeah. I um, Wait, you really love Ordinary People, Russ? No, I'm saying the other long song. Oh, all right. Okay. That's fine. Because I don't, that's, I, I like, I don't mind that song, but Ordinary People, it might, I've, okay, I'll put it this way, Mike. I've never longed for landing on water more during an album listen than getting through this one. And wow. I, well, I'm not. I, I'm not going to be going out on a limb by saying this. That you guys probably won't agree with me on my opinions of this record. And I'm. I. I don't think you guys will agree with me. And it also didn't help that every uh, group text we sent, Mike would write ordinary people, uh, hot, ground people, texting hot dog people, people disc Las Vegas people, people. <laughs> going you know, sober people. That's right. <laughs> hot dog eating people. Alcoholic people. Bird on train people. Right. Oh, hard, Mike, well, hard defi- liver people. I'm definitely not going to bust your chops for that. I think that's great, man. And Yeah, uh, I got to do it every now and then. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, Get everything. Get a little reset. Yeah, yeah, booze, weed, you know, no, everything. No weed either, really? Yeah, and sugar. You know, sugar is the, sugar's the big one for me, yeah. man. So I got I to gotta lay off the, the beer and the, yeah. and the wine and the booze for a little while. You're too, not giving so. up birds, are you? 
No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, my birding will, will probably have an uptick. I'll be out there. <laughs> yeah, in the blind. His, his bird watching is going to have a climb. Yeah, I'll anything. be out there in the blind looking for the, the redheaded peckerwood and the, the gold breasted <laughs> booby and whatever else fucking birds there are in the new England area. Sound like are, all the kind, all the kinds of birds. You, it sounds like all the kind of birds you can see in uh, old silver gold's backyard. That's it also, right. it also sounds like insults that Dr. Smith would throw at the robot. <laughs> You gold-headed booby. <laughs> oh, I, feel like, I feel like maybe six people will get that. Reference. You double, I don't know. double-breasted finch. I think our audience is pretty pretty. Our people of a certain age group will get. Yeah, that. Our, our people yeah. of a certain age group. Will yeah, get that. which is funny because I'm 30, but my right. dad raised my dad raised me on. Right, Boston. exactly. You saw some good after-school television. Yeah, like for I did. Sure. Brady yeah. Bunch and the monkeys and stuff like that. Lost in Space and the Rifleman? Is that what you meant? <laughs> yeah. Was that Chuck Connors, the chicken yeah. fucker? Yeah. <laughs> Was wait, he hold on, fucker? wait. What did he yeah, fuck? He, hold he on a second. Birds too. <laughs> they, you're telling me they ran a train on a bird? Yeah, that's right. Two two of the best things ever, Neil. <laughs> uh hey, I'm excited to be to be back at it, boys. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. The last time I was fucking dead. So it's I nice. Know, a lot of people uh, wish you well on, on Reddit. Thank you. I'm all better now. I, I, I'm uh, not that it's anyone's business. It wasn't COVID or anything. I'm vaccinated, but I just had like a fucking I don't know, like some kind of you know whatever, like a fucking bug. You know, it just came through. Yeah. You know what? It's like a lot of people don't realize yeah. people can still get sick with other things during COVID. Like yeah, you can still yeah. get the flu and you can still get strep throat and you know you can yeah. still get hay fever and allergies and shit like that but god damn if you fucking sneeze in the middle of a supermarket not wearing a mask jesus christ it's just yeah. it, it's just that scene from monsters inc the 2319 scene yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like <clears throat> yeah speaking of covid though we should uh why don't we have a segment on this podcast called neil young news because we should right Probably. I guess we should. Yeah, There's probably a lot of things we should do, right? <laughs> to be more but professional. You know what? Yeah. Let's let's start it right now. You know, like, like have a podcast every week instead of like every four and a half. Yeah, relax. I don't um, care. I'm, I don't. I'm fine. I don't. I don't care. Uh, I'm only saying that because. Go like, ahead, Luke. Do your segment then. <laughs> Hold on. Well, I just thought of uh, <laughs> trying yeah. to kill time, and it's let's bad. go, guy Smiley. Let's get I some news. Thought, no, I just thought of some, some music. <laughs> well, let's for go. Neil Young news. Oh, so. Let's go. Let's go, Mister. I'm kind of on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dieting a little. Yeah. I'm drinking hard seltzer. <laughs> he says through heavy breaths. <laughs> I'm on a diet too, Sue. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking <laughs> asshole. All right. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. Luke, Luke. on the fried chicken and not the chicken. Yeah. That's where the fat <laughs> is. No, Luke has lost some weight. Luke's I lost like good. 20 pounds. I'm doing all right. Um, all right. Really? 20? Yeah. Well, like 17. But I'm getting my goal really? is 20. Yeah. Really? Really? I started at okay. 219. I'm down to right. 203. That's my goal. What you gotta get down to? I got to get down to 190. I haven't been under 200 pounds since 1993. Wow, yeah. I think. You know, I, do you know I weigh 200 pounds, you? You weigh exactly 200? Last yeah, but that, checked, yeah. that's all his guns, though. That's, that's right. Guns. That's all bicep. That's 100 pounds of biceps. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't done a gun check in a while. Uh, um, I'm, I got a belly, man. I got, I got a belly, too, though. I got some right. rolls. Let's do some Neil Young news. I'll play some background music. To, and does someone want to do a quick intro to, like, Neil Young news? Just wanna, sure. Like, okay, all right. Ready? Here we sure. go. Hold on. Let me, let me 
Here, I'll try it. Let me try it. Russ, you want to try it? Yeah. Right, here we go. Ready? Once you hear the music, just start rolling. Welcome to Neil Young News. That's perfect. Why is it skipping? No, is it you skipping? Gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do. That. Yeah, it was skipping. <laughs> Welcome to Neil Young News. No, I think she. Was All right, here we go. Why well, I like that, Russ? You got it. Here we go. Yeah, you got you got to say with like the action Neil Young news team. <laughs> oh, I just want I just went full computer. Oh, okay. Right. Jacket. This is what uh, happens when we try to right. do any kind of production on our podcast. Right. <laughs> this is why we don't do Neil Young news because right. Right. it just fails miserably. All right, here we go. Neil Young news take two. And now the newest segment from Long May You Dumb. It's Neil Young News with your host, the Luke Man. <laughs> what do you got for us, Lukey? <laughs> All right. Let's get into some Neil Young News. Uh, and this news involves uh, the the state of Connecticut. <laughs> I love I wish I wish people could see the video because it's just Luke's face lighting up like the screen the screen lights up his face. You can tell he's trying to get to his his switch over to the next tab as fast as possible while trying to kill time and also sound like yeah. he's Flawless. You know what, Russ? You're a, you you really ruined the fourth wall. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, Neil Young news are the newest this segment that only took us a year and a half to figure out that we should talk about what Neil Young's doing today. Uh, Neil Young cancels Farm Aid performance due to COVID nineteen concerns. Yeah, uh, Young, Neil Young is a Farm Aid boy, boy, <laughs> board mm-hmm. member. Has previously performed at each installment of the event, uh, and he says, "I find myself wondering whether Farm Aid will be safe for everyone with the COVID COVID pandemic surging. I worry about that." Neil wrote in a post on neilyoungarchives.com detailing his decision. I don't want to let anyone down, but I still can't shake the feeling that it might not be safe for everyone. I worry about audiences coming together in these times. All you people who can't who can't go to a concert because you still don't feel safe, I stand with you, Young added. I don't want you to see me playing and think it's safe. I don't want to play until you feel safe and it is indeed safe. My soul tells me it would be wrong to risk having anyone die because they wanted to hear music and be with friends. The sold-out concert will proceed with Neil's fellow board members, Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, Dave Matthews, and Margot Price, uh, among those on the lineup. And then Neil says, Well, I respect Willie, John, and Dave's decisions to stick with it and play. I am not of the same mind, Young noted. It is a tough call. And that yeah. is And fuck on. Margot Price, <laughs> right? Because he, he doesn't even mention her. No, it's he cool doesn't. if Willie and John and Dave play, but Margot Price playing? <laughs> and Margot's like a huge yeah. Neil fan. Margot loves Neil. She wants to be Neil, she said. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, just so everyone knows, I got that from Jam Bass. Uh, so, I, interesting. Do you think Neil's afraid of COVID or he just hates Connecticut? Should we? Wait, um, is this, is no, the, are you going to keep the best. hard luck stories going the whole time that we talk yeah, about this? Because we're going to get sued pretty soon. Right, and I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> All right. Well, Story. <laughs> all right. All right. Great fine. video, though. Great video. It is a good video. I turned it, it off. Good. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Welcome back, folks. Fuck you, Danny Korchmar. Because um, he did some of his best work in Connecticut. First, there's something about Connecticut that inspired. Shout out to John Locke. 
It's yeah, exactly. It's like people that play like the Meadows, you know, down near Hartford always have a good performance or people have always played the Hartford Civic Center for some reason. It's always been like a, like they've taken a lot of recordings from the Connecticut area. And he just recently released, uh, what is it? Young Shakespeare, which was at the Shakespeare Theater in Stratton, Connecticut. I think Mm -hmm. Neil's just, he doesn't think, um, he thinks that there's going to be another resurgence. And there is, there's a lot of, as far as musical acts, there's a lot of people canceling. I mean, Garth Brooks just canceled his tour or postponed it. And that's about as big as you can get. I mean, those are, like, we're talking about stadiums, and he was just like, "Yeah, and like someone I don't who be responsible leans for this. right too," which is I don't think Garth leans right, does he? Yeah, he does. Russ, okay. can you turn your mic volume down a tiny bit? Sure. Um, I don't think I don't think it has. You know, Garth Brooks isn't as right as better. say that yeah. asshole Toby Keith or right. You know, or Lee Greenwood or whatever. But um, at that level when they're starting with like a lot of people will see well, that maybe, maybe his fans definitely probably, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I, know. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, he's someone the that thing is it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't matter, but it does. Unfortunately. It's well, I don't like, think he's doing it out of, for political reasons. No, I mean, no, he wouldn't have, he no, wouldn't have booked the whole tour. And I, I think that when Garth Brooks, someone like Garth Brooks does that other bands, other artists are going to see that and go, well, if Garth's doing it, maybe we should do it too. And there've been a lot of, postponements and cancellations at yeah. artists at all levels it sucks so, it's you know. it just sucks it's like one of those things where you're yeah i don't know I, I have i have i bought tickets to so many shows in september and i'm so scared they're all gonna get canceled and i'm been vaxxed since march i'll get that booster i'll get fucking 20 boosters i don't give a shit i'm fucking boost me up i want my guns to look like rust but i just uh it just i don't know it just sucks it feels like well, I think what a lot of people are doing is saying, like a lot of bands, even at our level, are saying to the putting it to the venue and saying, "Hey, you should have you need to change your things so that only people who are vaccinated or have a negative test have a negative test can go to shows, including the band members or whatever." Which it seems like that's going to be happening. Um, I have no problem with that. I have no I problem with that. Yeah, I mean, the whole well, thing, live, the whole live, thing uh, sucks. It's, it, it's all sucks. Everybody Live Nation's doing that. I mean, yep. that's pretty huge. Who's that's the other very one? very huge. Is yeah. it AEG? They're doing that too? Yeah, I think AEG is. And then, and then So you're talking are, about the majority of tours in North America. They're requiring but, you to be vaccinated. But then here's the, here's the thing that, that's frustrating is it's that's great for fucking Meadowlands and fucking these huge stadiums and even like House of Blues size shows, but your smaller venues who got hit the hardest mm-hmm. and the ones that, especially the ones that survived the fucking past year and a half. Now people are putting pressure on them and they don't have the manpower to enforce something like that. Like we reached out to some of the venues we're playing and they're not, they're not these huge stadiums. And we said, you know, we're, we're just wondering what your COVID policy is. We want to make sure our shows are safe. And they're like, we would love to enforce it, but we, we can't. We, there's, we don't have the manpower. We can't have someone at the fucking check-in and, and, and all this shit. It's just like, and then those, and then that gets demonized. And it's just a whole thing where people just, it's tricky. Cause you like, we safety is, is important to me. Of course, you know, I want everyone in my band to be safe. I want everyone at our shows to be safe, but it's, it, it doesn't help the demonizing of, of everyone just wants to get everyone. 
And I think that frustrates me a lot. So I don't know. I can allow. You know, the, the, the real question I think is why, why isn't town meeting playing stadiums? That's bullshit. I agree with you. Why aren't you guys playing the Meadowlands it's or for the youngsters to step up. Park or, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, there are, there's a made stadium. There's Why a demand guys for it. Playing there? Yeah. If more youngsters like John Locke joined our Patreon, then maybe we'd get a step further. So maybe thank you. There's a couple you. of youngsters on our Patreon. Is there? I don't know. Probably. I, think, I mean, I know, I know there's John <laughs> just Locke. Say, just say it. Just throw it out there. Yeah, there you are. Know. <laughs> That's basically what this whole podcach is about. We're just making shit up. As we go along about Neil Young. Yeah, Mike, yeah. where have you been? That's the, that's the basis I know. of right. what we do here. Um, well, I, I mean, I apologize to any folks who are tired of hearing about COVID shit, but it was a Neil Young thing, so there's our, our new segment. Not everyone will be about COVID, hopefully. But Hold on, this new segment well, is Well, the over. Neil Young news is just like the real news. It's fucking depressing. No, it's not entirely depressing because in other Neil Young news, audio of Cowgirl in the Sand from the forthcoming Carnegie Hall 1970 live album has been shared. Carnegie Hall 1970 is the first installment in the Neil Young Archives bootleg series, a description of the series reads, over Neil Young's long and storied career, a few special shows have earned an almost mythic reputation thanks to the dubious but nevertheless appreciated, in retrospect, practice of bootlegging. Carnegie Hall 1970 arrives via Shaky Picture Records slash Reprise Records on October 1st. I heard that. It sounds really good. I love uh, acoustic versions of Cowgirl in the Sand. Uh, I'm just wondering why he's releasing like yet another acoustic album from that time period, if not that same tour, like Young Shakespeare and Massey right. Hall. And I mean, don't we, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see more stuff from like mid seventies, crazy horse. Yeah. I was happy that this came out because it was uh, something to listen to besides Chrome dreams too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, uh, Neil, I apologize. Right. If this is your first episode, Neil, I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm allowed my taste. If you want to listen to is Town this... Meeting, shit on any songs that you want. I've, I've no, I'll be honored for you to shit on my songs. Chrome Dreams 2, as of right now, it's, be, it's below landing on water. It's below I was going to ask, is this your landing on water? This is my landing on water. It is. Wow. I'm sorry. It was a, and I think part of it is it just like, you know, it doesn't help the fucking state of the world right now and i just really needed to pick me up and instead it doesn't I help the state of the world right now it came out like 13 years ago say, no what i'm saying is it doesn't help <laughs> this the state of the world right now the way things are the shitty like the heavy right. shittiness it didn't help my appreciation of this album and again I, I you know i looked up reviews on this i am apparently on an island people this was like number 11 on, on Billboard the year it came out, this album. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean means it's good, no, right? Billboard is law. Everyone knows well, that. Mm, Nothing uh, bad sure. ever makes it to Billboard, Mike. You're, oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Can, can we do a little social media here? Yeah, uh, Neil Young uh, News. Are you is, done with is, the Neil Young News? Over. I'm sorry. And now to sports with Champ. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Neil Young News. To you, shoe for social media seconds. And you stay classy, youngsters. All right. Uh, I love this, this uh, Joel Desmarest scene when we posted the album on Facebook. I have, this is kind of like you, Luke, maybe not as, 
I don't know, not as uh, not as aggressive. I have mixed feelings. The big songs are fantastic, but there are some fillers. Love the energy in Spirit Road and Dirty Old Man. No Hidden Path is a beautiful song about losing friends and getting old, but still keeping going. Ordinary People feels out of place on this one. Thank you, Joel. And the song is incredible. Oh, no thank <laughs> but you, But I think Joel. the gap between recording and releasing <laughs> it is too long. This really isn't the same Neil than in 1988. It probably would fit better for Freedom or This Notes for You. Well, we'll talk about that because I think he actually recorded that for This Notes for You. Um, Ordinary, Ordinary People? Pe- yeah, yeah. I heard he recorded it for Freedom. Uh, it was recorded with the Blue Notes okay. during those sessions. And... Uh, he decided to keep it off uh, this notes for you because probably it was 18 fucking minutes long, you know, and he didn't want to make another double album. I think he so. was trying to kill David Geffen. I you think, think that's that, it? I think that he was, he's like, I'm so close. If I can put this 18 minute song out, uh, that'll be it. He'll be done. I, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. I finally watched making David Geffen. Didn't you say, didn't you say you saw that or was it you Russ? No, I didn't see that. Okay. Someone, someone else may have suggested it. It's really, it's, they handle the whole Neil Young thing very well. Like David Geffen owns it. He says, I fucked up. You know, I, I wasn't thinking rationally. I was angry at Neil. You know, I was embarrassed. My ego was hurt. And, uh, you know, he goes, I dropped the lawsuit. I, I apologized to Neil. You know, they had Neil going on. They were suing me for not being me. I mean, that's crazy. But he's, he had, like, a lot of love for David Geffen and yeah. a lot of respect for David Geffen. And yeah. David Geffen was a pretty badass dude. I mean, he fought for his artists. What is this on? This, this is on... Um, oh, crud. I think it was on Netflix? Okay, because I definitely Maybe, want to watch or, Netflix or Amazon, one right. of those. But, yeah, it's well worth it. They talk about Crosby, Stills, and Nash and, and Joni Mitchell. and Oh, nice. And just how, how like vicious David Geffen was for his artists. There's a lot of uh, Elliot Roberts. Oh, awesome. In, in this. And um, yeah, I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Well, we're checking just, out if you're a it, Neil fan. It's not just the Wish version of that Rick Rubin, Paul McCartney doc that came out. The Wish version? Yeah, you've never heard that? Like the Wish version of shit? No. Whatever. Whatever. Did you oh. not like the McCartney 123? No, I haven't seen it yet. No, he hates the Beatles, Russ. No, I don't hate the I think Beatles. that was established. He it's hates Ringo a, Starr. He thinks no. Ringo Starr is, is, is the worst person on the planet. I'm not on the planet. I mean, Nico Bolas, maybe. Shoot. <laughs> hey, shoot. Give him a break. He's on a diet. Oh, that's true. He's, he's a little hangry. I understand. So am I. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I really like some scotch right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a diet. Water. I'm only eating food that grows in an octopus's garden. <laughs> oh, my. Didn't Ringo sing that one? One uh-huh. of their best tunes. Boo. Ordinary People, Matt Devlin says, is top five Neil. So good. I enjoy the entire album. Catchy songs and great playing for some of Neil's regulars. What's not to love? Well, there's some things we'll let you know about, Matt. Yep. Um, Ordinary sure People is one of my favorite Neil songs. Durham, What the fuck is going on with people? Especially these youngsters. <laughs> Ken Smith has the best post. Did we ever read this? Not great. But Neil leads off with a bird song, which always bodes well for a great long <laughs> you young podcast. Those are some of the Facebook. Luke, if you don't put right bird there. sounds in behind that right there, then you're a goddamn put, fool. No, I can't do that. 
There are there's a lot of birds on this record. I do a lot my of birds bird, and a lot of trains. I do my bird watching from my Ford Aerostar. <laughs> I know, right? Oh God. I wonder if people are gonna know that, that was me doing those sounds. Well now I think they, they will. will. Yeah. That'll Fourth that'll wall. if they didn't, that'll do it. That's Fourth wall they, breaker Russ. <laughs> he's here. Well let's let's um are we done with social media? Do we have anything else on uh Instagram I do, or I, I do want to just give a quick shout out to, uh, hold on. Uh, let me pull this up. I mean, here. I had some more love on Instagram for ordinary people. Somehow. Did, you, did you seriously? <laughs> yeah. People love that tune, Luke. What Alec, the fuck? Yeah. Alec Holland, who's a, who's a long time youngster, uh, messaged us. Uh, Ordinary People is easily one of the standout tracks from Chrome Dreams 2, though the live version on Blue Notes Cafe blows out of the water. But check this shit out. The whole band crushes and the audience is killer. There's absolutely no reason for this song to be as long as it is, but Neil rips shit through it nevertheless, which I do agree that he rips shit through it. Um, On Ordinary People or the whole album is what they're saying? uh, Ordinary People. Um, And then then Alex sent us a video from 1988. Luke Darian Lake. How about that? Hey. Little kingdom bound. I know. Kingdom I was, bound. I was just at Six Flags too, not Daring Lake Six Flags, but nice. Did you yeah. ride the Superman? Of course, three times. Got flash passes. Hell yeah, dude! Roller coasters awesome. rule. Um, no, I just wanted to give a little bit. Wait, Shu, are you a, a coaster dog? I love roller coasters. I hate amusement parks. I mean, it's a dilemma. Good, it's like take. I love the Grateful Dead, but I hate Deadheads. So. Those are both. Do, those you know? are both fair points. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm I conflicted. know. I, I know how you feel because I love this podcast, but I fucking hate both of you. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I'm on the same boat, Luke. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to August Carlson. Uh, he wouldn't say the same boat, though. Be, <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm on the Come same on. Cab- caboose. I'm on the same evening coconut. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, quick shout out to August Carlson, who on the Neil Young Canadian posting Facebook page, which has become my favorite thing on the internet, just wrote, has anyone let Neil know that Train Sim World 2 is free on Xbox right now? <laughs> I saw that. And then Shane Black and him went back and forth saying a lot of really nice stuff about us, about our impressions and the things that make us laugh. And basically saying, I need one of the guys from Long May You Young to do a bit on Neil playing this game. <laughs> Which I don't know. On train game. Sims 2. Train Sims 2, yeah. Well, if it's free on Xbox, I'll go get it. I'll play it and I'll 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 record a bit for us or something. <laughs> do it. You have to do it now. Russ said he's gonna do it. And he- so what I really like about this is that you can build the train from scratch. <laughs> this isn't accurate at all. <laughs> now normally a B4364 engine wouldn't have this kind of a firing piston. Where the fuck is the bird? <laughs> There's no birds. Could I at least insert a couple of birds to fly by the track? Daryl, there's no fucking birds. <laughs> I don't know why he's just yelling to Daryl. Yeah, to... Whatever. <laughs> I just want to know I want that to be part of it. Daryl, they're talking about me and birds again on the podcast. <laughs> I know, honey. <laughs> I don't know why that's making me you, you always You always yelled at me about birds. <laughs> Yelling at just an old Neil on a computer. Just yelling at Daryl. Hannah's just watching Splash. <laughs> just watching grump, Grumpy Old Men, <laughs> wondering why she took the role. I'm kidding. That's a great movie. Oh, all right. Sorry, Mike. This is what we <laughs> stooped to is 
talking about Neil Young's home life. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Daryl, they're talking about you now. <laughs> Daryl's just upset because they blurred out her bottom on Disney Plus. That's they, such bullshit. Wait, I, I saw bullshit. that. I saw that in the movie theaters, man. And that's a beautiful ass. Yeah, they should let that ass yeah, shine. Seriously, I mean, it's part of the. Come it's on. not like gratuitous. I mean, it's you know Disney Plus. Uh, my ass. There's no. There's hey. no ass. There's hey. no, Disney Plus. No ass. It's a minus. <laughs> that's yeah. It's minus and that Disney Plus minus. <laughs> Disney Plus minus. That costs ass. extra too if you want to get the minus ass package. <laughs> Daryl, they're talking about your ass. Yeah, and the, and the and the minus and the minus the a, the 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 plus the ass package doesn't come with any package either. So it's right, not, there's no package really packages are blurred out. Right. Yeah. If you yeah, want, if you want to see the ass, go to the Neil Young archives and that's subscribe right. to Ass Frost level. <laughs> ass, whether you want it or not. I just had to upgrade. Did you know that you can't listen to albums anymore unless you're on uh, Rust? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know you told me that, but he's that's... squeezing us like Bezos. He yeah, learned man. a lot from Bezos. That's why yeah, he loves he Amazon. That's why he's gonna build a Neil Young penis shaped rocket. <laughs> a bird shaped a bird shaped rocket. A bird shaped rocket with Mother yeah. Nature's silver seed spouting out of the front end. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. that is stupid though, Russ. Next you're gonna tell me that OnlyFans isn't gonna allow nudity on their website. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently OnlyFans hates money. Seriously, what the fuck is up with that? That's so weird. They said, that "Well, they hey, welcome to-, to the Neil Young podcast, everyone, where we cover everything from COVID that you love, you love to hear about, Darryl, and OnlyFans, well, and Daryl blurring, Hannah's ass. They're blurring your ass on OnlyFans. Plus. What would Neil Young do on OnlyFans? <laughs> he wouldn't. He'd be on Only Trains. Only Trains. Only, oh yeah, he's gonna start his own. <laughs> I didn't like the the quality of the video or audio on OnlyFans, so I started Only Trains." There's going to be a post on his social soon that just is like, so I heard that OnlyFans is, is getting rid of explicit content. So I'm, you know what? In order to, to fill that gap, I'm starting Only Trains. That's right. So I'll tell you what, we'll get some explicit train content up over there. You sign up for a monthly bill. You get a free uh, free uh, uh, subscription to, to Neil Young Archives Rust, and you get to see my wife's ass. That's right. <laughs> This is a lot of trains going into tunnels on only trains. For a low, low price of forty nine ninety nine a month. I used to I used to get together with uh, John, aka Nails, and write dumb comedy bits. That I don't think they know each other, and I don't think yeah, I don't think they know. I don't know. I don't sorry. think either of them know either of the two dudes, one king guys. So, either, so, so. Sorry, Russ, that I was the fourth wall breaker this time. I know that's exclusively your territory. But uh, I, I wrote a little bit that I never made go anywhere, but it was about a guy named Daryl Hannah and everyone getting <laughs> mad because his name was Daryl Hannah. And then he's like, no, it's a guy's name. It's normal for me to have this name. You mean anyway. like Daryl Hammond? Yeah, there you go. I don't think Daryl Hammond was around when we were. Yeah, he was because he's way older. All right, let's talk about fucking Chrome Dreams. Oh, we're going to talk about Neil Young now? Eh, I guess. Okay. We've only been listening to this fucking album for three weeks well uh uh chrome dreams too as we mentioned earlier the sequel to an album that may or may not have existed that's still up in the air there's a lot of people online who have created their own i guess you'd say playing order for the original chrome dreams which was supposed to come out in 1977 but he released thankfully released american stars and bars instead 
So good. Um, but this was recorded at the uh, at the Feel Good Garage. It was a, a garage he built on the ranch specifically for his vast car collection and to work on Linkvolt and all that stuff. He mentions it a lot in his book, Waging Heavy Peace. He yeah. writes a lot of the book, I guess, sitting in the Feel Good Garage. I read some of that book. I still haven't read Waging. I still haven't read it yet, and I've had it for a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, he brings back uh, Nico Bolas on this one, one of the yeah. guys partially responsible for landing on water. And for yeah. this notes for you and this freedom. This notes for you. Yeah, Living that's right. War. Don't and, include uh, freedom in those, those, those other ones. Kind of uh, back to a patchwork style where it's like he took stuff, older stuff, like ordinary people that we've been mentioning and, uh, and various other things. Get that fucking bird out of here. Yeah, is that a... Did you just insert that? I swear to God, I'm not. I swear to God, oh, wait, I'm not. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, that's outside my window. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's Neil. It's Neil. You remember in remember in Richie Rich, blowing into a little like a bird call. I'll get that fucker. Luke, do you my wife's ass? (laughs) 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 Luke, do you remember in the Richie Rich movie where they had the bee that they controlled? Of course. That's what Neil's got, except it's a bird. Also, R- Richie Rich one would should be one of Mike's favorite movies because it involves a roller coaster without a theme park. Mm. Oh, that's my dream. There you go. To have a roller coaster without a theme park and have the Grateful Dead play just for me. No deadheads. <laughs> no dead. Yeah, no deadheads. <laughs> yeah. So you'd probably you'd probably like uh, Neverland now, Neverland yeah. Ranch now. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that would be my <laughs> ideal place, except without children too no deadheads and no kids <laughs> no kids yeah no hippies no no children <laughs> aren't they the same thing sorry kinda yeah um uh what were we talking oh yeah so he's going back to kind of collecting old tunes and putting them together although like i mentioned earlier the theme to this that bird is, is really fucking going for it's it, like dude. it's like right there <laughs> it's probably living under my friggin shingles you know, so um, living with war, living with birds, birds from under my shingles. Give me a call. Someone say they need to get rid of a bird. <laughs> Can you see it, Mike? Is it a beautiful blue bird? It, I wish it was. <laughs> Seriously, I hope it's not living in my wall. That would suck. Awesome. Big time. Whoops. Jesus, Russ. I just started playing blue, beautiful blue bird. Oh, don't do that yet. We'll get there. That's not um, even my job either. No, and, and uh. Did you see his whole quote on it, Mike, that he wrote about, about, uh, and he mentions ordinary people in it as well. Mm-hmm. Is that where he said he wrote it on one of his yachts? Uh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, really? That wasn't that one? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I thought he had said that he wrote ordinary people on one of his yachts and I was going to go, oh, okay, well that makes sense. Singing about the hard work and people <laughs> while I'm sailing to Maui. Right. Drink making people. Yeah, right. Oh, oh no. You know what he or, yeah, ordinary people is a big song that I think was written on an ocean voyage to Hawaii oh, aboard the WN Ragland. I knew I, I a knew Baltic I trader renamed after my grandfather when it was rebuilt in the seventies. Yeah, catch those hard work. Pineapple people. That's right. Still hating people. people. Stills hating people. Captain's hat wearing people. I want to make love to your people. 
Jesus. Deck shoes, people. All right, this is going to have to be a drink game. Every time we make a joke about a blah, 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 people, you take a drink. Take a drink, people. Football jersey wearing people. Potato looking people. Still, you look like a potato. And I'm not sorry. Should should we, um, this was the, um, if you think about it, this was his fourth release in 18 months at that time. Was it really? Yeah, not new stuff mostly, but like oh. he had the two archive releases. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't you know, really so count. he had been cranking. This is like when he was really cranking out stuff. Because shortly after this, it was Fork in the Road, I believe. Yes, it was. That came out because I saw this tour. This you saw the, the tour. Chrome Dreams tour? I, I believe it was because Wilco was opening and he was playing brand new songs nobody heard before that were on Fork in the Road. Wow. So I'm pretty sure this was, yeah, 2007. That sounds like the tour. I've been diving heavy into Wilco lately because I'm seeing them in September and because I needed to listen to anything else besides this album. <laughs> yes. And, yes. Uh, we'll be I, over, it'll be over soon, Russ. I, 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 I'm Luke. I will oh, say, sorry, Luke. Sorry. I will say, a ghost lack of alcohol. I used to be Yankee, Yankee Foxtrot Hotel. Now I'm going to say A Ghost is Born is the best Wilco album. It's so oh, good. really? Yeah. It's so Wow. Good. You know what's you know what's weird is the, you're talking about Wilco. Sorry, but I'm just thinking because I'm on the archives. When I go now to like go to Chrome Dreams too, it doesn't take me long to scroll down. We're we're like really getting up there. Yeah, I know. Isn't it weird? Yeah, yeah, we're catching up. Maybe. Yeah. Depends. You might release like twelve more archive like releases yeah. in the next month. Should we archive talk about? People. Should we talk a little bit about Chrome Dreams? So people who maybe don't yeah. know what Chrome Dreams is, yes. just to give a little reference point. So in the 70s, this album Chrome Dreams was supposedly found on an acetate, which was like a first pressing of a record so the artist could hear it on vinyl. And it had an amazing lineup of songs on it. It had the acoustic version of Powderfinger. It had a slowed down version of Sedan Delivery. It had... Um, a, a version of Hold Back the Tears that was different from American Stars and Bars and Too Far Gone, which later showed up on Freedom. Uh, it had a, um, a live version of Stringman on there. And that wasn't, I think the first time Stringman was released was on the Unplugged record, wasn't it? Mm. I think that was the only song on Unplugged that wasn't previously released. Wasn't it on Decade? No. Stringman? No, I don't think I don't so. Think so. No. I mean, if you want to check, but I, I don't. I don't think it no, was. I, no, I think I'm. No, never mind. Um, but home, isn't uh, isn't grown, sorry? Isn't Stringman? Oh, maybe not. I th- was there a version of Stringman on the archives? Daryl, Daryl, <laughs> can you check if Stringman was on Decade? And don't wear pants while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then other songs on here that that ended up on other albums as, as is, is like will to love from stars and bars and star of Bethlehem. And like a hurricane was supposed to be on Chrome. This allegedly yeah. supposed to be on Chrome dreams. Isn't this and, all the- theoretical too, though? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Captain Kennedy and look out for my love were supposed to be on there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A- I th- you're right. Shoe. I think it was unplugged. Was I think that was the first time that it was yeah. actually released. Oh, yeah. yeah. According to, to, according to a quick Goog, that's what it says. Good, good. Yeah, so he, he for some reason... We really reason, got our research down here on this podcast. He had it all compiled and then for some reason didn't want to, didn't release it and just yeah. broke it up and scattered it over different albums or re-recorded stuff like for American Stars and Bars and... My, 
My yeah. honest to God theory is it ended up becoming hitchhiker slash homegrown. I feel like. Well, yeah, some of the stuff like that, that acoustic version of Powderfinger ended up on Hitchhiker. Yeah. And then that, you know, the, the, I don't know what version of Homegrown was supposed to be on there. I don't know. I think it was the one from Stars and Bars. It must be, must be from the actual album. Yeah. My theory is he traveled into the future as he is a time traveling (laughs) vampire and found that this album would have been so huge that at some point David Briggs would become president of the United States. Oh, I like this theory. And then it ended up being much like Martin Sheen in Dead Zone. <laughs> you know, just losing his fucking mind because he's David Briggs and on like a coke bender with a bunch of hookers in the Oval Office, he launches the <laughs> missiles. You know, and Neil saw this as a time-traveling vampire and he came back and Briggs is like, yeah, you ready to release that album yet? And he's like, Fuck no, oh, you Mike. freak. Get oh, away from Mike. me and don't call me for another five years until we make Sleeps with Angels. Oh, and I then, this. you know, I and, love so, this theory. and so like he broke yeah. it up and scattered it over different albums. So it would never be able to be released as, as, a, as an actual album. Way to tie some King into this too. I really, I knew you'd like that because you're really, a freak about Stephen I King. really, I really like this theory and it makes sense. So I, I mean, know. think about if that album came out. I mean, you wouldn't have the electric version of Powderfinger, or maybe you wouldn't. Would Russ, would Russ Never Sleeps be you what would, it but is? It wouldn't have the impact that it had. And then the acoustic one wouldn't have the impact that it had on whoever that did years later when Hitchhiker came out. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. I, yeah, I, th- I think you're onto something. Like, why, why? I mean, that's such a crazy album. Was, yeah. If yeah. you think about all those songs, because most of those songs, I think, from what I can remember, we, we loved yeah, you know, will to yeah. love from stars and Bar- like we're we're I mean correct me if I'm wrong we're fans of stars and bars I love stars and no, stars yeah, and bars yeah. is yeah. great and, and so uh, like on the archive on on the archives when I went on the other day you know how like it just has a song ready yeah oh it's the, bite, it's bite the bullet, bite the bullet. Isn't it? yeah <laughs> I just like to see bite the I, bullet I, I know, me too man because I, I went to listen to Chrome Dreams two again like for like whatever the third or fourth time and and bite the bullet just started to play and i i just every time i just listened to it i was like god damn i fucking love it i it's love that so album so much it's yeah so such a great record man that yeah. nobody like that and time fades away are two records i don't Same, think yeah that people like just shit shit on for way too long i don't yeah. think did people shit on time fades away and even stars and bars is so fucking good like uh that it's just a great album i don't know mike yeah. I, li- I, mean, I like I, this theory a lot <laughs> I, I I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I'm, I like to think that what if he did put this album out and what would following albums sound like? Yeah. You know, like Rust Never Sleeps and, and uh, or. I don't even want to think about it. You know, it or like um, Comes a Time. That's just me. Sorry. You know, stuff like that. So that's that's what. And there's so many. If you look on like search on YouTube, there's so many, you know, people put together their own playlist of what chrome dreams would have sounded like and allegedly there's only one acetate of it somewhere and it was mentioned i think jimmy mcdonough mentioned it in shaky yeah but there's also questions of its actual existence well and also Also. there's no way to prove it because the whole point of an acetate is you can only listen to it a handful of times right yeah we get them when we put albums out on vinyl and you get how like three or four copies and they tell you like Make sure you're paying attention because you can only listen to this like three times max. And then it's Dude, just you, not going to oh, work anymore. I'd love to get my hands on a fucking town meeting oh, acetate. I, I mean, that's probably gold. One. That's got to be worth at least $35. <laughs> <laughs> I 
not. I no. mean, that's fucking 35 amazing. cents. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. I hate you. I think I have Just one. on the plain white cover says town meeting and some uh, shitty writing on it. I'm sure. That, I think Luke has, I think uh, I have one. of a bird. Chris Letard might have one. Chris Letard, yeah. Letard who just sent me a. Chris Letard, if you'll remember from the Broken Arrow album, he crushed 12 Miller Lights in oh two hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, God, that's impressive. That's impressive drinking. Uh, we just played a, a house show in his backyard. It was fucking great. And uh, he made these posters of us, of town meeting, looking like the Ninja Turtles. But he just, he'll, te- he'll text me like at like midnight sometimes with just like Neil shit. And, and like, a while, like a few weeks ago, he's like, he said something like, can you believe this bitch? And it was a picture of a woman with the broken arrow vinyl. And oh my it co- god! Cost so much money, and he's like, "I want that vinyl." This so is bad. the poster shoe. Did he make that? Yeah, yeah he drew that. That's yeah. friggin' awesome. You want it's one, cool, Mike? Right? We can get you one. Do you have extras? Oh yeah, he's got extras. I'd love to have one of those. Yeah, okay. That would look great in this room. Yeah, yeah. we'll get you one. He's awesome. great. He, he's done another poster for us. I have it somewhere, but he's uh, working I, on album art for our next album too. I hate to um I hate to nice. divert from the subject of Neil Young because we never do that on this podcast. No, but we don't. next time next time we get together, I found something mm-hmm. that I bought for each of you. Oh. And it's very specific. A very specific thing both of you like. Mm. I'm, I'm ter- oh hell oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Back to the future two trading cards not have back you, to the future trading cards right. have you not seen it yet still no i'm never gonna see it as long as no I we're gonna have, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna it. record no, a com- we're gonna record a commentary we You're definitely gonna have need to, to do this we're gonna with record like, a commentary and we're gonna put it up on our non-existent patreon are we gonna, let's make we're gonna a, do a mystery science theater Let's make like, a Patreon yeah, just, yeah. For, just for this just for my listen if the, the youngsters raise enough of a ruckus we'll do it i'll do it i'll do that i'll do that only if we get paid no, only if Nails can join in. Nails will. Oh, 100% Nails would. Join nails in. would love that. All right, good. I'm. I'm all for it. Though. You're just gonna have. You're gonna be sitting on nails. <laughs> so, he's gonna bring us nail chairs. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> he's gonna say everything would be better if it, the DeLorean would be better if it had nails in it. I, I love it. <laughs> it I was made out it. of nails. Nails' Instagram has been killing it lately, but we get we can't keep going down these side tracks. Yeah, here. sorry, but I just wanted since you showed that poster, I just wanted I found this at this place called Scarce. In West it's Boston, awesome. and that ties into your theory about the the original Chrome Dreams because Neil travels traveled through time. That's right. That's exactly Luke. That's exactly what I meant. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know why you did it. Um, I just I the quote I was talking about, Mike. Not to break from the original Chrome Dreams, but uh, it's it's Young talking about this album, which he rarely does, and if he does, he always like way under undersells it. But this one, I feel like he. I don't know. He, so the quote is, uh, according to Young, it's an album with fo- it's an album with a form based on some of my original recordings with a large variety of songs, rather than one specific type of song, uh, rather than one specific type of song. We're living with war, and everyone's everybody's rocking. You know, two of his best albums. Mm, We're yes. focused on one subject or style. Chrome Dreams Two is more like after the gold rush. Really, Neil. Uh, oh my with, god, that's like Danny Korchmar saying landing on water is up there with running on empty. It's, it's Fucking exactly, literally the same feeling I got reading this. <laughs> uh but so then this is the part that got that like bugged me the most. He goes, I like to think it focuses on the human condition. Like many oh, of my Jesus. recordings, this one draws on earlier material here and there. 
I used to do that a lot back in the day. Some songs like Ordinary People need to wait for the right time. I think now is the right time for that song and it lives well with the new songs I've written in the past few months. I had a blast making this music. I'm sorry, when any, any time like a songwriter says something like it's about the human condition, yeah. I just want to let loose my bowels all over that. <laughs> I just, don't even... It's like, it's like a punk rocker going on uh, society, military industrial complex. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? I want to share it with shoes face, a shoes face, and it just says, let loose my bowels. Let loose my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new podcast. Yeah. It's about Daryl Hannah's ass. We're going to let loose my bowels with Mike's shoe. Well, we let loose our bowels every episode. It's about my diet. Oh, Mike, speaking of, let, Mike, speaking of letting, loose, letting loose your bowels. No, yeah. this, this is too mean. Never mind. Did you shit your pants again, Luke? No, fuck you. Uh, in no, a, in uh, a corn maze? Oh, did, did, did Noah take a dump on your desk? <laughs> no, I was going to talk oh. about Rush. Oh, no. Did you, did you actually defecate on a Rush album? Because no, I'll I would, drive up there and kick your ass. I would never. No, you'll actually like this. So my son, my 14-year-old son, He's got a very like interesting eclectic taste in music, and it's like he likes like just random Billy Joel songs. I think it's because he plays piano, so he likes to learn them. But so he'll, whenever he asks for the aux cord in the car, like I know I'm gonna get like Vienna by Billy Joel and uh, mm. like uh, All My Life by the Beatles, and, and but mm. he has these songs that he plays over and over again, and one of them, Russ, I hate they're great song. piano songs, man. Yeah, but one of them is Layla. But he listens to it mostly for the end, which is a good song. It's a great That's song. That's a great song. Beautiful. It's a great song. He's a shit person, but his, great his, song. His newest song, Mike, which yeah. is not a piano tune, Working Man. Oh, yeah. Hell and yeah. it's fucking awesome. I forgot how fucking great that song is. Dude, Alex Life's an underrated guitar player. He really oh, is, yeah. man. Yeah. Being in a band with Neil Peart, I'm sure, you know, people yeah. didn't really pay too much attention. And, you know, if you're the lead singer, of course, well, people dude, have and, to pay attention. Yeah, but, but Getty Lee, I mean, even Getty Lee, because he would play bass and play keyboard at the same fucking yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we get into a one-off. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Are you we do kidding the, me? Like, when we Jesus. do the Back to the Future Patreon, we'll also do an episode on uh, just a one-off Rush episode, I think would be great. But, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, I think that would be awesome, too. I'm ready. Dude, right, I, used to, to I used as to. As long as watch Nails can do it with us, <laughs> Nails is in. All right, fucking Nails. Um, it's getting a lot of fucking love in this episode. A Villa <laughs> Strangiato would be better if it had some. I don't know some <laughs> floor tax. They're called tax, but they're actually nails. Oh fucking! Nails. You know what? All this talk about nearly. <laughs> is it Neil Young? Wait, is it Nails' voice? Just Neil? Like no, Nail. It... Nails' voice is just Mr. Poopy Butthole from Rick and Morty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like he'll deny that. Like, that's exactly it's me. what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, right. no. Let's, we, we uh, gotta, can we, I? Yeah. Let's. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's oh, get no, into no. it. But, Do we have anything else to say about the the actual album or Chrome Dreams or anything um, like no, that? Well, I Luke, had a. Me, sorry. Go ahead, Russ. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say. So I read this thing that's and I, Mike. I was gonna ask you about this because I had never heard of this, and maybe I'm an idiot, which everyone knows I am. But it said the first three songs of Chrome Dreams 2 date back to the 80s. Uh, Beautiful Bluebird was recorded for the original version of Old Ways that was shelved no. by Geffen. Boxcar was a tr- and this was this one. Boxcar was a track on the was a track on the unreleased Times Square album, which was right. scrapped in favor of Freedom. I had never heard of a Times Square album. The the Times Square album, I think he did it. You remember that EP El Dorado, which mysteriously disappeared from the archives? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And that had that version of on Broadway on it, which was fucking yes. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was around the the same sessions he recorded because they recorded it in Times Square previous to uh, okay. the Saturday Night Live appearance oh, for okay. Freedom. And yeah. so that's when he got kind of rediscovered the 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 loud ass fucking guitar sound mm -hmm. and has just, just you know he kind of rediscovered playing loud again and I think that yeah, version then that like that transferred into like the 90s and, and right and into that, freedom yeah, and, and then, freedom you know, and the natural yeah, progression ragged glory well, and, yeah. right but on that on um boxcar I read somewhere where it was just him and a, and a, a fully distorted electric guitar and that's oh, that all sounds, that was that, that version awesome that sounds i know i'd like to hear awesome. that i'm sure it's on youtube somewhere it must be um yeah. it, it also in the same thing it says ordinary people was recorded in the summer of 1988 for what became the freedom album and was highly regarded as one of young's greatest unreleased songs <laughs> <laughs> and I love how all this fucking phrase comes in know, and Luke's just really, like shaking his it. head reading that's all this stuff. Like, you just, people are fucking stupid. I'm on the island and I'm fine with it. I'm on the fucking <laughs> coconut island. Daryl, he mentioned the island. Hey, uh, my Darryl, boat's named Coconut. Daryl, remind me I want to rewatch Lost. Uh, <laughs> and it said, was regarded as one of Young's greatest unreleased songs and was often played live during the Sponsored by Nobody tour with the Blue Notes to promote the album. Yeah, so he, I, I, I th he recorded it during those sessions, I believe, with uh, the Blue Notes. If you look at the credits, it's all the same people. Poncho's on it. Ben yeah. Keith is playing saxophone. Larry Craig is playing a horn, you know, because he nailed him into playing, you know, some brass. What's up, baby? How you doing? Um, <laughs> so I, I think that was... That was oh, the, that was the, nice the of you to say that to Luke right there. That was really cute. How you doing too, Mike? Hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? <laughs> I, 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 like, I need hey. a little extra support during this album. Luke I, needs the validation you know, to get him through this record. Do you know that? Because we'll, he we'll, knows that you're a dirty old man. So that's it really, right. I am it a really gets him. I love that song. You know <laughs> what will cock block you more than saying, hey, do you like Rush? Hey, what? do you like Neil Young? <laughs> because Neil Young is not sexy. No, he's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, Shu. I into well. I no, didn't, no, that's all right. So, I didn't so, you. Um, yeah, I think that was just that was recorded during those sessions, and I yeah. think from what I from what I remember reading in Shaky, he built the album around ordinary people, like you said. Yeah, this, this is was like the right time to put to the song out. Like so, baby. I'm gonna record stuff around it, and yeah, it's weird, bizarre yeah. to me. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> whatever, because you're not an ordinary person. You're not a patch of ground people. I guess they're not. All right. <laughs> You're not a hardworking people. Um, you know. All right. So bef before we, before we get get heavy in here, uh, I want to harp back real quick to like a little bit of the beginning because Shu, you were talking about you know your stuff, and I was talking about how I was sick and stuff, and I kind of wanted to just relate a little bit because you were talking about not sleeping and 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 overwork and overwhelmed and being stressed and stuff and i think that has a lot to do with why i was sick honestly because i've been in my own place of being like really fucking stressed for like the for for a while for for months and then not to get too real and vulnerable on this podcast but like i think that level of stress just kind of slowly morphed itself into like this sort of depression and I've, I've been in sort of a state of of that kind of vibe for a, for a bit 
And I, I think I'm slowly coming out of it, but it's it's been pretty real. And I think that level of all those different types of kind of, you know, uh, emotions and, and um, you know, whatever else that you that you have a difficult time processing, you know, and like working out and doing the work on it, it, it causes your body to, to, to be like, Hey man, we need to fucking take, you know, something needs to happen here, you know? So I totally relate. And, and this does tie into this album because when I first listened to this, I was in a, in a, in a, a bad place. Like I was just not in a good place at all. So when I listened to this record, I was like, this fucking blows. And I didn't like it. And um, I didn't even get through it. And then I listened again a couple weeks later, and I was in a much better place. Maybe maybe a week or, week or so, week and a half-ish. Much better place. I was starting to kind of come out of that dark, dark time, you know, space. And this is where I said you guys might not agree with me. But this album actually kind of grew on me a little bit more and more each time I listened, especially for me, the last part of the album, the second half of the album, especially, I would say even the last three songs, I'm not to spoiler here, but the last three songs are my top three songs. Like, I think the later part of this record is what I think this record is trying to be and i think it achieves it and i and and again this is one of those things for me where it was dependent on my emotional state my like mood you know so so it's an interesting weird thing but ordinary people never really really clicked for me too much so it's it's, yeah i i think i i hear what you're saying because like i mentioned earlier i think the theme of this album is trying not to get lost Finding yeah. the right path, yes. having faith. Yeah, I wrote. I literally your, wrote not that only down. Your decisions, but yeah. having faith in the process. Yeah, and not just about making a record, but the process of doing things in your life. Right. You know, whatever that may be, and well, having well, faith in in the decision to to do that process, and and so yeah, I I hear what you're saying there, Russ. I feel the same way. Starting to do this. You know, because it's what you're talking about is what my doctor calls, he just simply calls it tired and run down. You know, I'll yeah. go, it happens to me every few months. I'll go in there and say, you know, I, yeah. I feel I'm tired. I, I have a sore throat, you know, headaches, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, how are you sleeping? And he just gets it all. And it's, you're just tired and run down. Your body's saying, yeah, shut it down for a few days. And you yeah. see, that's it. You catch up on your sleep. You drink, you just drink tons of water, tons you, of water, you know, yep. you just, and so for me, this is, it's the same thing. I'm going to try not I, to eat like fucking pizza and chicken wings. I know it's going to yeah. suck. Your, your My daughter works at the best barbecue place in town and she's, she's gotten to the point where it's like, cause they yeah. have to, they, every restaurant does this, but they have to throw away food. Yeah. And it's a goddamn travesty. It's so if there shame. is, yeah. if there's a rack of ribs that's yeah. been cut into, even if it's only one rib that's cut off the end, they're going to throw it away. But now they're letting her bring it home. <laughs> Jesus. And now, you know, I just told her, I said, don't bring any more food from, from home, from work, home, because I can't, I can't do this. And then there's my wife in the back going, wow, the mac and cheese. Bring home the mac and cheese. Which you know, is so like the, the, which is the worst. So from that restaurant, though, the mac and cheese is the best. Yeah, from so BT's, BT's yeah. Smokehouse, oh, BT's Fried so Chicken. And, and, and the coleslaw, though, mostly. Mike, the coleslaw, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, you know what's really great? And I don't know if you guys like this kind of stuff. 
um, I really appreciate it when I lived in the South is their, their black eyed peas and stewed tomatoes and their mm. grits are really I, good too. I've never tried black eyed peas, but I definitely would. Oh, I had grits. So, I so had good. grits once and I was in the South and I liked it. Yeah. Every, it's, it's one of those things. Every yeah. family has their own way yeah. of making grits, you know, but I, I would love to try it from there. Cause I yeah. liked everything we got. John got us food from there. Yeah, it was really we, good. Yeah, yeah. So. you know what? We'll do, we'll do that when we watch Back to the Future too. Yeah, um, we'll get a but, bunch of yeah barbecue but, and some yeah. beers and some cocaine and yeah, no, yeah. It'll, it's some gonna honey be a slides, Daryl. It'll be a night. Some nails. We'll get some nails. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yeah, but Russ, I, I think that's very interesting what you said because I you know been probably maybe a similar headspace, probably not to the extent you're talking about. But I don't think this album helped me at all. In fact, I had to move away from this album. No, I but, get that. Yeah, but and I I'm not what, saying that it helped me. It was more. No, but I it was know more what, like I was helping myself, and right. then I was able to like. But I know but, what what I yeah. mean is I know what you're what you mean about the back half because I would say yeah Neil more more of his albums the front half is better than the back and this one the back the back half is astronomically better than the front in my opinion and I know I mean yeah it's weird it seems like a lot of other folks don't agree with us but. Uh, or I don't know. I I Maybe mean, they most, do. I don't know. mostly it seems like people are saying they just really like ordinary people, which well, it, I don't know. Let That's me the ask, centerpiece of the album. It is. Yeah. And, and Neil and likes it's it. Literally and in the center, right? I mean, in the, also, in, third song in. And third it's not. Song, that, it's not that I don't it's like so long. You it's know? not that I don't like a long song. I mean, I've been on record saying I fucking don't hate uh, fucking T Bone. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'll go, yeah. I like fucking that fucking 23-minute bar stool. Like, well, I'll take all of it. Yeah. But this is what I wanted to ask you, Russ. Do you... I don't know how to word this. Ben Keith on this is is prominent, but is he prominent in the right ways on this album, do you think? Wow, this is so interesting. At first, I was like... Yeah, that's what I mean. The first time I listened to it, I was like, even BK isn't helping me right now, which is like weird. And yeah. then then the, then the other time that I listened when I was in a better headspace, I really appreciated what he was doing more because I felt like, okay, yes, this is Neil Young doing a thing. And Ben knows how to, how to figure out what Neil wants and what Neil is doing. And then fall into that. And I think Ben does play what Neil is going for. Does that make sense? Like, Neil has a vision, it seems like, or some kind of a thing. Like, Mike, you were talking about that whole uh, being lost and then trying to have faith. And I, and, and I wrote this in my notes, especially for the song Ever After, I I wrote in my notes that everything you were saying about that whole like ha- trying to have faith and 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 what do you have faith in and and what even is there to have faith in and getting older and like be- mm-hmm. that whole thing you said about being lost and trying to do the right thing like the next right thing you know and um what I felt like in this album the relationship between Neil and Ben was like these are two older guys who are just trying to number one, have some fun and also do what they think at, in their moment at this age, at that time is the next right thing. 
And I think Ben is more, let me not be as perfect as I've always been. And let me like, you know, have some fun with it and maybe fuck up a tiny bit here and there and like play around with warping some notes because that's what Neil does. And that's what Neil wants right now. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, Ben, Ben doesn't play pedal steel on all of this. No, he's he's just got, you know, on, on those, the rock and tunes like dirty old man and, Spirit Road. I think he's just playing guitar. Yeah, he's playing yeah. guitar and he's playing yeah. fucking sax. Is he playing well, sax? Yeah. yeah, he played sax in the Blue Notes. Him and Larry Craig what? were roped yeah, into man. playing saxophone for the Blue Notes. That's cool. We talked about that. Yeah, dude. With, ben uh, plays awesome sax. Yeah. <laughs> he played he played sax on um Everybody's Rockin'. Yep. Yep. And uh, you know, he he I think he actually he compliments Neil pretty well with his guitar playing because again I think those two dudes just like a Billy and a Ralph who have played with Neil and know the way that Neil's fucked up train bird brain works <laughs> so well right do you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah well they, I don't know I don't know if they know if he knows that in that particular style as well as Ralph as, 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 and, and uh, yeah do. Or, or or a poncho as far as his guitar playing, but right. his pedal playing and his everything else that he does, you know, I think for sure he does with his with his dobro and his pedal. Like Ben, yeah, with those he he can compliment yeah. Neil in different ways. He can he can, as we mentioned before on the on the podcast, you know, kind of almost duet with Neil with a pedal yeah. steel. You know, with the dobro, he knows where and when to play and when to lay off and stuff like that. But that's something well, well, when we get to the songs, but those, those, those two songs. And then, uh, what's the other long one? No hidden path. Yeah. Um, those are, those would be much better tunes if they were, if he just had Ralphie and Billy and yeah, Poncho with them. I think you're right. Do you want to have dip a in- much better groove to them? Do you want to just, opinion. you want to just dip into them? Cause yeah, let's can, get into it. We'll, and we'll uh, talk about yes, but stuff. I have to take a, a wicked piss. Oh, I just peed. Go ahead. Wait, you, you never peed? left the screen. Don't, okay, well, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Don't, don't want to see it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'll do the same then. I'll put myself no, on No, no, no. Let's, <laughs> no, let's, take, a, let's take a break. Let's I got to get more break. water. If I know we we're going to take a pee break, I wouldn't have filled up, filled up two <laughs> bottles. <laughs> All right. Make sure you're drinking the right one. All right. Let's 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 take a break. All right. I'll get your water. This is a certified meal If you need to take a pee yourself, now's the time. If you happen to be driving, make sure you pee safely into a government-regulated container. If you're at home, feel free to use your own restroom. If you're at work, do not pee on your coworkers. Remember, when peeing, always shake afterwards. If you're a female listener, congratulations, you're in the 10%. Because this podcast is for idiots, and men are idiots. But if you are a woman and you need a pee break, now is also the time. Make sure that you wash your hands afterwards. Also, men, wash your hands afterwards. <laughs> is it pouring there? No, no. it's not. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, how'd you guys survive uh, Hurricane Henri? Henri. Yeah. Um, uh, it was really a not non-issue here in yeah. Worcester. 
it uh, it uh, blew a few leaves over in my lawn, and that's it. I was very mad because I wanted some overtime. But did you get a tornado today, though, Lukey? <laughs> I got the warning. No tornado. Yeah, Marlboro got a tornado. Yeah, I think Mike got hit the worst. I think Worcester got the brunt of whatever people got, but not even Worcester. What for the like, hurricane? Yeah, like surround. No, like, there's nothing. Yeah, they we barely the new, got anything. The news wanted it to be a thing really bad, and I wanted. No, that's it to what be they a thing do. Bad. You know. Yeah, I wanted. But you know, it's if they didn't, and that hurricane showed up, then the people would be like, "Oh, you should have let people know." Right. I love the hardos. Like that's not a hurricane. What the frig? You said all that stuff for nothing. I was like, okay, do you really want a category one hurricane to hit your house? (laughs) I kind of, I kind of did. If I'm moving to South Carolina, then and live on the beach. Good luck. I just wanted the overtime. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, I get that. When it's a job, right? You know. It's like when it snows, you want a blizzard. If you're a plow guy, you want a blizzard. Do you right? know what? You know why it would be great for me? Because I get all the uh, overtime and double time if it happens on a Sunday with none of the risk that my coworkers, who do get paid more than me, get. Like, I'm the guy who shows up, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get sandwiches. Who wants what? And then I get paid double time to bring everyone sandwiches. It's great. Are you union? No. Nah. Wow. I know. Wouldn't not by. I just don't have a say. Luke's by union just by saying so. I do feel weird saying that, which is why I won't mention the municipality I work for because it's just, it's one of those things where our management has always been good. But uh, we'll do mutual aid sometimes. Like we'll go down south. And if people find out you're not union, like one storm, I think it was Sandy, we sent guys to New Jersey and they found out we weren't union and they put a dead rat in one of the bucket trucks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's, Dor- it's what a fucking dorks. It's wild. Yeah, I know. First right? of all, where do you find a dead rat, weirdos? In New Jersey? Oh, that's a good point. I don't point. think that's not too hard. It's anywhere. <laughs> anywhere there's a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, just go to just go to Joey's Dead Rats on Joey's Main Dead Rats next to Nails and Boring. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to Joey's Dead Rats. What do you want? What kind of rat you want? I got you a couple want of a different big, kinds. You want a water rat? You want a big one, a medium, or a small? I got one like three different sizes. Lab rats with the pink fucking eyes. Hey, Daryl, they're talking about rats now. <laughs> All right, you want to hit the songs? Let's do rat, it. Rat, rat, dead rat people. <laughs> New Jersey people. All right, here we go. This is track one, Beautiful Bluebird. No pun intended. Just a lovely song. Uh, you know, that would have totally been out of place on Old Ways. You think yeah. so? Yeah, because that's, again... I disagree. It's kind of, it's Neil, Neil's not putting on an act there. He's just being Neil Young, playing a, a country tune that he wrote. I think and that would have fit beautifully on Old Ways. No, nah, I think it would have stood out. Like, the, the what was the other one? 
um, that was on uh, Lucky 13. Oh, why can't I think of it right now? Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, it's hurting my head. I can't think of it. But that it's like that one and this one, you, it would have stuck out because Neil wasn't putting on, would, he's not putting on an act here. He's not trying to sing like George Jones. Depression oh, Blues. I see what you're saying. Yeah, Depression Blues. Yeah. See, that would have stood out too because it was just Neil playing country music and not, yeah. you know, putting on the act to go along with it. Yeah. And this is beautifully, to me, it's beautifully put together. I mean, every, you can hear everything beautifully recorded. You can hear every instrument in there. Um, I love this tune a lot. I do too. I like yeah. this song a lot. It, it very deceptive. And I, I know, again, I get it. I'm the fucking asshole here and I'm fine with that, but very deceptive of an intro. I'm like, okay, we got another kind of prairie wind or maybe like a silver and gold happening mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And, but like, just, you know, a little bit more subdued, a little more plain, but a genuinely like, this is what Neil wanted to make album. And, and not that he didn't want to make this. I have no, if Neil can write ordinary people, he's fucking earned that shit and people love it. I'm, whatever but like this is so far removed from ordinary people or even like dirty old man and no right path. Yeah. Yeah. and even the way like just fucking i don't know and i get he says that he even he in that thing i that you were talking mm-hmm. about shoe he says this is more of just like a fucking a, it's a it's back to that patchwork thing like yeah. american stars and bars was and hawks and doves you know, he took a bunch of tunes and, and cobbled them together around ordinary people. But they all have a theme, you know, like this starts off the theme, you know, not just the bird, the bird theme that runs through everything. But, you know, it's 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 about the, the journey and following a direction and what leads you in that direction or what inspires you to go in that direction. Hey, man, it's dipping and bobbing in the sun. <laughs> That's right. Isn't there a line at one point where he says something like, I've never seen the color blue before <laughs> or something? Or maybe it's Yeah, that. I've never seen that blue before except in one place and she's not here with me right now. And just like a lover, I watched her fly away oh, and that's, that's what line. I remember now. That's a great line, actually. Yeah, I was going to make fun of nice Neil verse. For, for not knowing what the color blue was because I thought that would be a funny little bit. <laughs> I think that he's just talking about that particular blue. Yeah, I know that now, but it would just. (laughs) No, I just, I've never seen blue. I'm colorblind. Come on, man. If heaven had a window where the sun came shining through like a beautiful bluebird, I'd come flying home to you. That's a good note. It's a great line, man. I know. It's good. I'm just saying. It's a good song, man. And Ben, and Ben's fucking sounds so good Mm -hmm. in there. Would you say And I'm pretty sure that Neil's playing the vibraphone, too. Yeah, I think he is. Would you he's say this is as vibraphone? No, he's he's not. There, I think he is. It sounds like there, it sounds is. like there's vibes in this. It's um he's playing. It says here on on archives he's playing uh, the harmonica. He's playing guitar. Ben's playing the dobro. No, I uh, see bass. I see. It says song by song. Yeah, it doesn't even mention vibes. Yeah, where is that coming from? It in says the, it on it Wikipedia. It says it on the archives. On the archives in the credits of the album, yeah, it says at at some points in the album, Neil Neil is listed as playing vibraphone. I don't I know which he's songs. He's playing the vibes. It's just like little clicks of it. You can hear you could hear it in the yeah. beginning. All right, then they don't list it on on for the song yeah. on archives. They just list him as guitar, harmonica. It's because I didn't actually play and it. Vocal. 
birds. And so, what is it? Li- what is it? Listen. What is it? List BK is playing just the just the Dobro Dobro, which he does a fantastic job on. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, he's pretty good. Would you say this is Ben's shining song on this album? Mm, there's another one I no, think where he really lays uh, it down. Yeah, we'll get to it. I, All right, fine. But this one is like a pad of gold. But, but this one's really nice, man. It's really, really pretty. <laughs> it's good. It gets me every time. Fucking old silver gold. Melting down with the syrup and swirling around that stack of hot, fluffy pancakes. Also, I love that you guys were surprised that I would peed in some beer cans. I do. I've done that in like the past like seven episodes. Wow. <laughs> just have not noticed. Jesus. Stop breaking the fourth wall, please. That's my thing. Jackass. Yeah, right. Let's, sorry. let's go on to boxcar. All right, I'm fine with that. Okay. okay. Boxcar. Oh, everybody drink. Train, train song. Tongue. In case I haven't made it clear. Again, if I haven't made it clear, the first song's about a bird. This one's about a train, but I mentioned a bird in the it first one. It starts line. with a bird. Right. I, like I don't know if you lay. know this. I like birds. I'm like a black. Also, this has a real Native American vibe, which I'm not sure if I've mentioned that before. (laughs) Poor Ricky Harvey. Oh, sorry, Ricky. Daryl, they mentioned Ricky. (laughs) (laughs) Drink! 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 Yeah. Like how Neil's not even hiding it anymore. It's just the first two songs are beautiful bluebird and boxcar. Yeah, just, right up front. Yeah, right up front. In just in case car, you forgot. In boxcar, he mentions a bird. I barely right got to gate. mention trains. I'm living with war, <laughs> so I thought I'd lay it on heavy. Come little on, extra, tra- little extra train juice. <laughs> Song about trains. He starts with the yeah. Bird. I'm surprised he doesn't start "Beautiful Bluebird" with some kind of choo-choo noise or something. <laughs> uh, I like I, I like this tune not as much as "Beautiful Bluebird." You know, I, I don't know. I, I like, like the I like the lyrics. I like the, I like the top of it, like the the sound before he starts singing. I like the way it sounds. It's got a good chunk to it. Uh, yeah, Russ, does that make sense? You know how Dean had that. Chunk? Yeah, Dean's got yeah same thing. Chrome Dean's. From from Deans, too. Yeah. We had our old, our electric guitarist when me and Russ first started town meeting. He had this old 60s kind of chunk along electric mm-hmm. style, which was pretty endearing. Um, and this has that kind yeah. of style, and I, I like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot. But uh, does it feel... Uh, it's hard to look at even songs that... I know these are newer Neil songs in a 2021 context. Does it feel a little bit um, contrived or something? Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I 
I think it's close to that. And then maybe that's why I don't like it, but I love, I like the lyrics a yes. lot. The lyrics are good. I think the lyrics what, are, are what Stuart, make it for for this song. I don't what you're seeing uh, on the archive, maybe because I'm on my phone, but what does it have Ben playing? Because I wrote that this this one. This one, it also has Do- Ben on Dobro. Okay. Just Dobro. Okay. Um, and Neil's playing the banjo. Yeah, I thought Neil was playing banjo. Um, all right. Yeah, I just wanted to see what Neil was playing. Because I noticed the banjo and I was like, oh, okay. So Neil and Ben throughout this album seem to be just kind of playing different instruments. Mm-hmm. You know? So like that's why part of me was like, oh, they're having some fun. You know, right. but this song seems like they're having fun. And I think I read that almost all these songs were recorded live with just like a few minor overdubs. Right. Yeah. So I think they're just having some fun with it. Yeah. I and I mean, you can tell, especially on like a song, Dirty Old Man, you know, where they're like making this, some silly sounds and like they're just, you yeah, know, they're having a good time. I like these keeping the theme of, you know, traveling on the path, traveling yeah, on the line in this case, mm. and you know he's in the boxcar. Whether the boxcar stops here or he gets wherever he gets off, it doesn't matter because the train only has one destination. Yeah, pretty much. He's he's kind of had that before. In he's aviary. had a few train songs before. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I think that's Just what I few. like about this. Just you know? a few. The original title for Danger Bird was Tranger Bird. <laughs> oh my God. That would be the ultimate Neil song. Um, also, Russ, please don't chant drink, drink, drink when you know Mike is trying his. Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. I just I got this, this plain bad, water I'm drinking, I'm a, not even I'm a, like. You know, I'm a bad co host. Mike, what, uh, what diet are you doing? Do you want to do a little plug for it? Um, I don't know if I, yeah, I guess I'm doing the awaken 180 diet. So it's basically like no carbs, no sugar, no booze, nice. no fruit, no, fruit. no, no root vegetables or any vegetables that have sugar in it, like carrots, beets. Oh, wow. Yeah, fruit has sugar in it. So absolutely no sugar at all. Is it, it seems pretty keto. Yeah. I, yeah. It's mainly, you know, vegetables, and uh, and uh, animal protein, as they call it. And then they have their own food, too. Okay. So they've got, it's a calorie thing, too. So you can only eat so many calories at different points in the day. You have to sit out a schedule. And that way you control your intake. And you like it so far? Um, Not like it. Sure. But, <laughs> but you're would I, with it. Would I rather have a fried chicken sandwich? Yeah. Of course. You can have grilled chicken. That type yeah, of I can still have like chicken or beef or, or yeah. like a pork chop, but as long as it's, there's no sugar involved and no extra sauces or anything like that, it just has to be pretty simple stuff. Nice. And that way your body can start catching up on burning fat and stuff like that. You know, nice. it's, yeah. it's, I've been on other programs in the past where it's been like, not to make this sound like commercial, but there's been like chemicals involved or pills or drops you put under your tongue or something like that. And some weird like cult leader person, you know, trying to explain to you how your life's going to be better and join me and I'm building a castle in Bolivia. But you know, it, this is, this seems like it's all food. There's no like pills or stuff. They have their own food, you know, and that's like kind of portioned out and low carb and yeah and stuff. So we don't need to make make this sound like a commercial. What's it called again? It's called... (laughs) It's called Awaken 180. 
thousands of people struggle with weight loss. With Awaken 180, you can do it at your own pace. And once you reach your goal, go back to enjoying the foods you love. Because losing weight shouldn't be hard. It should be fun. Awaken 180. There you go. Was that good? That was can you perfect. put that on my uh, sizzle reel, please? <laughs> you know I keep everything you do, Mike. That's great. I might I mostly, need that seriously for later. I can just slip that in. I, I'll save it for you. I mostly <laughs> just brought that up because I'm postponing so we don't have to get to the next. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's do it. Ordinary Let's people. Come it, on. Man. Let's do it. Uh, do I have Come on. To? Push out that long, thorny turd, Luke. You can do it. Come on. The first time I listened to this, it was very Nico Bolas because I, what I remember from the Nico stuff is that the drums, and I'm a drummer, mm. but the drums have a distinct sort of sound. and the they're 80s snare. Yeah, and they're yeah. way the fuck up in the mix. And then the second time I listened, they didn't bother me as much, but it's still like a very Nico It stands drum out. Sound. Yeah. Yeah, because it was recorded years earlier. Come on, just do it, Luke. Let's go. Let's go. do this. Your Lord can't help you now. Push the fucking button. Oh, Keddy Lee, please help me give me the strike. <laughs> Keddy can't help you with this one, man. All right, I'm just. And he play. loves 18 minute songs. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right, here we go. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> Crosby Stills, people. Awaken, 180. Awaken, 180. <laughs> Sorry, Rusty. Fine for the people, Luke. I'm a Michelob people. A Michelob night. I think that was a jab, because if you think about when this was recorded, it was during This Notes for You, and, you know, it was like he was taking a jab not only at MTV, but at people like Steve Winwood and Eric Clapton and whoever else, because they specifically had Michelob commercials. Mike, you're halfway there. This whole song is a jab at this podcast because Neil Young is a time-traveling motherfucking vampire. <laughs> right, time-traveling vampire. I'll get these guys. They're going to have to talk about this one, whether they like it or not. And Podcasting he- people. <laughs> My wife's ass people. <laughs> The one that blurred on Disney Plus. <laughs> you gotta pay extra if you want to see her bust on my rust. <laughs> uh, this song to me is like Donald Trump. Jesus. Okay, it's, and I'm saying that only now because. Facebook comment after Facebook comment. Ordinary people is the best. Oh, yeah. People love this tune. Neil Young himself. Oh, ordinary people. Daryl, I'm recording ordinary people. I wrote it on my yacht because I love the ordinary people. They're going to save America. But I'll be on my yacht in Maui. He sent this radio station. I read radio station websites played this song. And so to me, from the... 
it starts off and I'm like, this is interesting. And then 10 minutes in, I'm like, this is not even halfway over. What? And I hated it. Like as soon, like probably three minutes in. And then once I realized it was an 18 minute song, I was like seething. And so that, this is what I mean. It's, it's it, like, it does trick you. Cause it starts out and, and like when the horns come in, you're like, okay, like the, yeah. I'm like, okay. And that's yeah. this is why what I mean it's Donald Trump to me because it's and the bass is really nice. I have I have too. like a lot of friends who are Trump guys. Not a lot. I have like three. And but I'm I I like them. They're good people. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't fucking get the fucking. And then it's like I feel like all these people and we're gonna get complaints when when we release this episode. You're Luke. You're just not hearing it all. You don't get fucking his vision. I fuck off. I don't. I don't get it. I'm. I'm on an island. They'll say at least it's not Jimmy Buffett, which is the excuse for Trump. At least it's not Hillary or Biden. Yeah. He was ripping off the people. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of people, Mike? The patch of ground people. The steak and cheese people. Oh. That sounds <laughs> the so hot dog good safari right people. You know what I ate for lunch today? The Italian grinder people. What did you have for lunch today? I had some uh, some very thin chili and some arugula. And there wasn't wasn't even meat in the chili. What? A no meat chili? Oh, You'll love the food. Yeah. So I, I, I had to stop it. When Was you that said, one of no, their I'm, meals? I'm, I'm miserable. Well, how now, do you do chili without sure. meat? Uh, it's like there's, I think there's some foam meat. There's some foam meat in it. It was not a large amount. Some foam meat's not bad. Actually, some foam meat's pretty good. It was actually exactly eight ounces. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Let's talk about, I'd rather talk about ordinary people. All right, go ahead. I'm not going to (laughs) participate, but you and Russ, to to your heart's content, please talk about this song. Um, Can we go to 257 in the song, Luke? Yes, we can. Which I think is uh, it really it really makes makes it swing. Two fifty seven, you said. Yeah, go to two fifty seven. So not even an eighth of the way through the song. Right, not even. Okay. No. Is that Ben Keith? going yeah that's, I think I that's neil isn't it no no neil was going yeah and but there was someone with a super deep voice for your maybe it was poncho i don't know you want me to play it again see if we can figure it out yeah yeah All right, i'll hit it one more time 257 you said yep Probably Cooch. Yeah, it's probably Cooch. It's probably Cooch. Where the cheese at? Joe Canuck. On the vocals? Because I, I, yeah, okay. I found what you're looking at, too, Shu, on the, on, the, on the website instead of being on my phone. It says Neil Young, electric guitar vocal. And then right under it says Joe Canuck, yeah, vocal. That must be him. It must be, yeah. Yeah, and then everybody you know, else doesn't I have love how the song starts. Listening. I love the guitar sound in this song. 
I love the horns. But Ben Keith I can, Luke is playing I can understand why sax. it didn't make it. It doesn't swing like this stuff does on this notes for you, but I think it just it sounds huge. I think he was he had been listening to Bruce Springsteen a lot. Maybe it sounds like that, especially when the sax solo kicks in at what the twelve minute mark or wherever it is. Yeah. But it, it totally reminds me in that like that that kind of like descending piano sound. Okay. In the chorus, yeah. it just reminds me of uh, like who was Danny Federici or Springsteen had like what two keyboard players. Okay. And uh, but it just it reminds me this tune reminds me of a Springsteen tune. I'm not crazy about it. It could be eight minutes shorter. Well, I hate Springsteen, so that might explain. Okay, this. there you go. That might yeah. So no wonder rubs You'll you definitely get some comments about that one. I've been these. waiting for this comment. So this is from Pete Lacey, who is a top fan on uh, the Long May You Young Facebook, and I've been literally checking my phone constantly for someone to finally speak the <laughs> fucking goddamn truth here. Uh. And I'm going to read his whole thing because, Pete, you deserve it for this take. Great album cover, but I remember being really disappointed when I got past the artwork. Well, that's weird. It's literally just a fucking hood ornament. Uh, but anyway, says, a lot of pre-release hype, which in retrospect dwelt on the original Chrome Dreams, had me really looking forward to the album, and it mostly fell flat for me. He says, High Point was Beautiful Bluebird, one of those Neil songs that can be interpreted in a variety of meaningful spiritual ways, or sometimes maybe the bluebird is just a bluebird. <laughs> he says, I really like Boxcar, even though it does have that train rhythm. So, so far, he's fucking nailing it. He's basically third mic at this point. Uh, and then he says, what hooks me, Pete, here's you had me at this, Pete. On a downhill track from here, though, and he says downhill track, which I know what you're doing, Pete, and you're fucking still nailing it. Low point, ordinary people. Hyped as a lost classic and well, as Briggs said, what the fuck does Neil know about ordinary people? Very true. Thank you, Pete. And then Very he says, true. and special mention for The Way, I don't like it, but it could have been the soundtrack to Laura Palmer's funeral in Twin Peaks. It does have a, I was <laughs> going to mention, it does have a very Lynchian sound to yeah. it. Yeah. I think so far, fucking Lacey has fucking nailed all my points on this album. The only thing he didn't mention is No Hidden Path, which I did actually kind of like quite a bit. But other than that, I feel it's the same about the first three songs. I love that he mentioned Ordinary People as a low point. Pete, hell yeah, dude. I like the, cool. The, that's someone Luke agrees with. Everyone, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Welcome. Thank you. Don't drink that pee. Make sure that's the right can. <laughs> it is my, my pee cans are on the ground. Okay, good. You got a system. Sorry, that's my good. pecans are on the ground. Yeah, you know, also had a system. Howard Hughes, he had a system. <laughs> you know what I like to do? A segment when I'm listening to Neil Young is like a personal segment in my own head. Is when I hear a certain part of a song or a certain lyric. I have this segment in my mind where I go, that's the same guy who wrote Ambulance Blues. And <laughs> this song has a lot of those moments for me, especially the summer saints and summer jerks. That's me. That's me. <laughs> do you want to? I was like, oh, that's the same guy who wrote Ambulance Blues, everyone. <laughs> do you want a theme song for this segment, Russ? No, it doesn't. It What's doesn't the segment matter. going to be called? I mean, it's going to be same guy who wrote Ambulance Blues. So I would okay. just play Ambulance Blues. All right, I'll, <laughs> play, I'll pick a song. I'll just pick a song. Because Ambulance Blues is arguably one of the greatest songs ever written. Well, I'll pick and a song. Like, and like lyrically, yeah. it's fucking incredible. So. I'll pick a song at random and you do a little intro to this segment over it. Ready? Here we go. 
Welcome <laughs> to This is the same guy that wrote Ambulance Blues with your host Guns Magoo Russ Condon the nickname I, uh, I figured I would just double down and get, get go full silly. That was beautiful. But Shu looked like he um, wanted to, he wanted to No, no, I'm still looking forward to this segment. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I want to make love to this segment. Do you like this better than yep. yes. ordinary people? Girl. Oh, my God, really? Mike, you cut out. You cut out because we're on uh, Zoom. But no. yes. Okay. That's awful. Oh God, Stephen! Stop it! All right, sorry. Can you go to uh, good segment though? Seven forty, an ordinary people. Yes, I can. Hold on. There are some. There are some really good solos in this. Yeah, there's great guitar solos on this. Are there? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Fine. Does it matter at this point? Yes. They're great. I wrote of addressing a drinking problem on this album. And that's you, the first. That's the first one. Because he says alcoholic people. Yeah, he says alcoholic people, and he says one day at a time, which is the the AA. It also starts thing. out with the Michelob night thing. That's right. Yeah, people getting drunk, and then yes. dirty old man. You guys and, are digging. And then the, there's uh, you know, I'll point it out as there's we go. A lot, there's, there's a lot. A lot of, of people so, struggling There's a lot of alcohol. good solos in this, but yeah. I did write. <laughs> I know you're talking about the lyrics, but you lyrically, this one doesn't do it for me. I, <laughs> no, I wrote. I no. wrote. I wrote that I, I wrote, I'm pretty sure he had the chords and the melody for this song and then just improvised the lyrics as he went. It feels like, remember how when uh, he obviously, you know, Sugar Mountain, he's like, oh, I had 216 verses for Sugar Mountain, but he only released whatever, five of them. It feels like this, he's like, I'm going to do all of them and then add yeah. some while I'm winging it. That's what it feels like. And then... Somewhere, I don't even know where it is, but somewhere towards kind of the end, there's like actual train smut where he talks about scrubbing her down. The number yeah, nine, the right. number yeah, nine yeah. is looking right. fine. Yeah. You, hold on, Russ. Did you, just, right. did you just bring up the background music for every Only Trains site? Oh, yeah, right. Only Trains. He's got only birds and he's got only yeah. trains. They're scrubbing the boiler down. Someone's got to take over when, when Only really Trains crashes. I can't wait to look up Neil Young Canadian posting on Facebook after this episode. <laughs> the train smut. I, yeah. I do like the whole, like the whole circular story of the guy selling guns and dealing drugs and then taking that money and using it for bail and then having the government come in and take all the stuff. He got the money, you know, that he got with the money from the guns and the drugs. So like he was rip, he's ripping off the people, but the people really don't benefit in that system, right? It's like he does, and then the government takes all that money away no. and yeah. keeps it, right? Or property or whatever it, it is. It I do kind of like that. It sounds like he was flipping through HBO and was like, 
ah, this is a great episode of The Wire. That's what it feels like. This song it's, feels like he's ripping off the people. It's oh. Lee Iacocca people, okay? <laughs> nice, nice current reference. They wanted him to be president <laughs> at one point. <laughs> Lee Iacocca people! Monica Lewinsky people! Oh, geez. <laughs> Kenneth Starr people! I'm just trying to hit references from Lee Iacocca. Hey, remember at the top when I said every time we make one of those jokes you got to drink so unless you're like shoe you're probably wasted by now all right one last thing go to go to 958 i feel like you're doing this on purpose but fine. no i 958. love 58 okay 950 i'll start at 950 Sounded like I don't know. Hey, 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 Daryl. Hey, Daryl. We're talking about my song. (laughs) I love that. I I also wrote that because I was I was really trying. No, Russ. No, don't name another part time. Nah, just fucking relax. We're gonna get so much crap for this. I I did write in my notes. I did write in my notes. No, the places where the solos were that were nice, like five forty. Yeah, there, there's some great guitar. Eight forty ish. There's like really good guitar solos, but I also did write because I really wanted to like this song. I was trying to like it, and on the second listen, I did like it more, and I didn't think it was as silly, silly or weird. But the Bruce Springsteen thing is very obvious to me. I feel like it's very much him trying to do a, an E Street Band type of vibe. Born in the USA, people. Yeah, but uh, and then and then the end because every time I was like, dude, it was it was like the it was like uh, the end of fucking Return of the King. Like, just end the movie now. There's like six endings. Uh, yes, it doesn't yeah. fucking end. Like this this song, I'm like, wait, dude, you gotta end it. You know, come on. <laughs> It really does feel like that. Yeah. When, like, by the time I hit minute thirteen, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening here?" Yeah. Well, I don't hate it as much as as you, Luke. That's fine. But That's fine. I don't hate I it like, as much as Luke either. That's I think fine. I like it a little. more I think there are some good parts. Yeah, you might yeah. like it a little more than me, but yeah, it's 100 percent not making my top three. You guys are just living with a hippie dream, and that's fine. I respect it. <laughs> All right, can let's we please move on? Please. Yes, please. Let's move okay, on. I'm you. a hippie. God. I can do. Shining light. Shining light, you always show me. You always guide me. I don't know where I'm going Show me now I'm waiting to see I'm waiting to feel Around me again Yeah I wrote I wrote was this a shocking pinks reject cuz this has a very Yeah everybody's rocking sort yeah. of 50s vibe it's a pretty straight ahead like gospel tune. Very gospely. Um, Old gospely. 
Yeah. And, you know, it goes along with that whole theme, you know, trying to get you back home, trying to guide your way, choosing the right path. But I'll tell you, man, I, I just, this is like absolute, this is like nothing to me. It's like a bread sandwich. There is some no nice, feelings. there's yeah. some I mean, nice. I can hate a song passionately, but this one is like not even there. Yeah, this yeah. one, you know? this one's kind of a dud. There are some um, BK moments that are kind of nice. I don't know. It like kind of gets a little better as it goes on. Some spots are kind of nice, but everything just seems really sloppy. The organ's like, okay. I don't know. It's, it's fine. I think you're. I think you're right. It's fine. It doesn't really hit any genre or mood like you want it to. And I think for me, because I didn't necessarily hate the first two tracks, but then I really disliked Ordinary People. So this one, I thought, okay, he'll bring it back, and it just didn't really. This wasn't no, the bring it back flat. for me. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't, there's not much to say. I show. wanted some. I wanted something better after. Yeah. You know after ordinary people i wanted something to get me back and, that's, uh, and that's why i almost don't like shining light more than i don't like ordinary people i mean i won't go that far but yeah let's, let's uh, go on to spirit let's road that's the believer now. oh is it all oh, right i'm just a believer babe those dreams of mine Believe You see, people. they just keep on coming In a long, long line Oh yeah I'm a believer Like that songbird singing Drink. Whether it's red <laughs> or blue <laughs> It's so much, it's, so, it's saturated, this album is We're having Awaken 180 meal So many birds, so this, many birds This feels like the precursor to every Jack can Jones you just, song I've ever can heard. Can you just skip every ahead? Can you skip ahead, Luke, to like just whenever further in the song? It doesn't matter when all the instruments are in. Yeah, because uh, the beginning of the song is kind of weird. Like the mix is weird. I don't. Well, the beginning is. Yeah, it's the best mix on the record. It pretty is much, but the and beginning. it's the tightest, and it's the tightest performance. It's the, it's why I said it's it's the precursor to every Jack Johnson song I've ever heard. Yes. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're like, it's like out of place. It's it, and then when all the instruments come in, and then then yeah. it's kind of like, oh, okay. Right. So it doesn't matter. Really. Oh, Hold on, I'll just go like. And believe in you. So now there's like an organ, you know. It builds nicely. The song yeah. I'm keeping my faith in and I don't, I don't hate these like background vocals. I don't hate those. Skip ahead a little more here. I'm making the change. I'm keeping my faith in you. Oh, yeah. It's not a long song. We're about, about at the end here. I'm just going to fade it here. That Hammond good. organ, again, adds a real gospel thing to it. Yeah, yeah. Which I like, but I'm just not a big fan of this one either. No, me neither. Like, again, yeah, it's, it's to me, actually, actually, as opposed to Shine a Light, which I have like absolutely no feelings for whatsoever this one kind of annoys me really yeah i can see that it doesn't annoy me but i definitely get it and it, i, I know, can and i it, can see why it would annoy you yeah like i i mean it doesn't it doesn't i don't know if it annoys me i don't know yeah man this whole section of the album is really fucking tough for it me just, it took me ordinary people took me way out and these songs did not bring me back like sometimes mm. for like neil songs it'll take me out there are songs that'll bring me back. 
And they don't have to be these power. They don't have to be fucking like a hurricane or fucking whatever. Also, on that note, this uh, album bugged me so much. I made a Neil playlist that I will share on our Facebook page <laughs> of kind of Neil <laughs> hidden gems that I think is great. Um, I also nice. just listened to a bunch of other shit, like the New Killers album. I do want to give a, sh- a plug to because it's really, really fucking good. I just finished it. Yeah, it was, it was good. A lot of train references in the New Killers album. <laughs> oh, there was. Yeah. What's his name? Is a huge Springsteen fan. I think I, heard, I knew Brandon that. Flowers. You can tell yeah, by the the yeah, writing style because I when I when I was fan. listening to it, I was like, this guy's writing like he wants to be. Springsteen. Oh yeah, he loves but, Bruce. But so I'll say, I'll say this about Bruce. I said I fucking hate Springsteen. I don't. I I like his writing. I just don't like his delivery half the time. But like albums like Nebraska, I, I like I like Springsteen songs more when they're covered by others than I do when he does them. But I don't I don't mind it when it's when it's real stripped down. Nebraska is a really fucking good album. That's a great record. It yeah. might be my favorite Springsteen record. And then uh, Devils and Dust is really fucking good. I just uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's let's get through this fucking shit. <laughs> yes. Such a such a difference from the last song. <laughs> There's a long highway in your mind, a spirit road that you must find to get you home to peace again. When you go home, my love must spring. All right, fading it. All right. Here's I love, what, I, I love the. I mean, the theme is so solid on this record. It's like he's just trying to get home. There's several different paths, and there's several. Di- and then this song, there's several different temptations. And then he kind of refers to boxcar in this. You know how he said like a, I can fly high like an eagle and lay low like a snake. I think he said, and the snake yeah. comes up again. You know, which is kind of a biblical reference. There's a lot yeah. of like faith and faith imagery. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. It's, I mean, the last three songs, Shining Light, The Believer, and Spirit mm-hmm. Road. Right. I feel like um, he's kind of coming out of the weird shit a little bit here because like, he's, he's back to the crunchy, big electric sound in this one. See, I don't, I don't think that's a good description. I don't think it's weird shit. I just don't think it's... Uh... Here's, here's what I wrote. You might like this, Luke. I okay. wrote that... The, Okay, here's exactly what I wrote, and and know that this was I wrote this the first time I listened when I was in that much more weird state of mind and whatever. But but I still think it kind of holds up. I wrote this sounds like someone's dad's band, except you can tell that the musicians are good. I said uh, that it okay. that it just doesn't have the right songs to show it to like show that these are good. This is a good group of musicians. It's it reminds me of great actors in a movie with a shit script. And then I wrote, but I think he's having fun question mark. And then I wrote, uh, the solo around two fifty ish is nice. And again, so it, I, but, so again, it's like, I like the later part. So it's like song. great actors in a movie with a shit script, but also the director and actor and writer that have, have already done brilliant things. So you kind of give it a pass that kind of a thing. Like, yeah, uh, like you like can Hubie see, Halloween a little bit. Yeah. Like you can <laughs> see the potential, you know, it, and like there are parts that will make you be like, oh, that's good because I know that they're okay. good. I actually really like this now that I've converted it to an Adam Sandler mentality. I'm like, <laughs> all right, this is It'd fair. It'd be a lot better if uh, Billy and Poncho 
were playing as opposed uh-huh. to the yep. people he has on. No, no offense to the great this, musicians. No, this song it, should be a, a crazy horse. It for should sure. be a crazy horse. I would have a much better groove. I agree. It yeah, like it wouldn't sound awkward like you're talking about Russ. Agreed. You know, it would just be a much better groove. I kind of like it. I kind of like the story. I kind of like you know the whole old school. Grab your coat and grab your hat. Or grab your shoes and grab your hat and go. And again, it's it's about trying to get home. And then he goes and gets distracted yeah. and gets shit faced and passes out. He loses his keys. We've all been there, man. I haven't. And then he's laying on his back. The best part, though, is the where is that that part where he says, um, um, yeah. And it makes you lie. It makes you cheat. It steals okay, your yeah. shoes and it cuts your feet, which is an obvious diehard reference. <laughs> shoot the glass <laughs> but yeah i i don't i think i think like coming out of now i don't like shine a light yippee kaye ordinary people yeah yeah yippee kaye people um <laughs> i don't like shine a light and i definitely don't like the believer but i think the way the songs are lined up so you have him accepting some kind of faith and okay. wanting and wanting a direction, and then you have believers saying, "I feel good about this. This is going to happen." And then this is like this is why I'm saying this is kind of like an alcoholic's journey here. Okay, There's a lot of drinking, and this is him falling off the wagon. Yeah, I agree. I think there like, is literally the, the, the theme you know, is 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 making itself pretty obvious and prevalent here. You know, and, and just musically, this is the song not even necessarily lyric wise, but like just structurally that gave me a little, like breathed a little more hope for me as far as this. I think it, yeah, I think it like, it helps, it helps push you into the later part of the record, which I do like. Yes. Um, And it is interesting that he has shining light, the believer and then spirit road and the next album. Right. Dirty old man. And then that's, that's rock bottom. Right. Yeah, okay. You know what? Yeah, you know, like, okay. it, That's yeah. actually and, pretty and, smart. I like that. Spirit Road. He says, "Get your hat, get your shoes, get yeah. out of here while you can still choose." And that's another big thing about about recovery, right? It's like you have to make the choice. Yeah. You can choose. You can choose yeah, not and, to drink. Yeah. You can choose not. To, you know. But then he hits rock bottom with dirty old man, right? And then he's like, "Yeah, I mean, this is who I am. I'm a piece of shit, and I'm yeah. fucking, you right. know, exactly. Like, this is yeah, let's it. Get, let's get into dirty old man. But hold on, can you just play?" Oh, all right, never mind. I will say, I'm going to pause it real quick. This should have been Crazy Horse. I'm just. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Look at girls in my Aerostar van. It's a battle with the bottle. Yeah, this is a great song. This is a this is a really good song. I will. say. I love it. It's a lot of it's a it's a it's a sad topic. Of course, but it's yeah. a lot of fun, and I know tons of guys like this. Yeah, you know who are exactly like this. I love the. Where's it? I'm gonna get. Or I'm going out on a Friday. <laughs> get yeah. hammered. I like to get hammered on a Friday night. Sometimes I can't wait. So Monday's all right. Monday's all right. Yeah. Has, I love that line. That's yeah. funny. Oh, it's great. It's just describing a dirty old man. He yeah. there's a hidden there's an unreleased verse he has where it's like, 
I'm going out to a Woo Sox game on a hot dog safari. I'm a disgusting, dirty old man, and I need to go on a diet uh, or something. Helmet like this. full of nachos, heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's but just describing he, a really dirty old Worcester man, I think. Is is that what this is? There's plenty so. of them. <laughs> I mean, this is it, it, kind of like what you said, Russ. It's like, fuck it, I'm going to give up because this is what this verse is about. Yeah, I'm going to get killed for doing this again, but I just can't help it. It's under my skin. So it's like, fuck it. It's in, you know, I'm wired <laughs> wrong, you know, so yeah. I'm going to I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep, you know, having sex with the boss's wife. Yeah. Oh, I love that fucking verse. It's right? fucking great. Because he, he talks about it. Wife. <laughs> and then he just says, I'm going to do it again or something like that. It's fucking great. This verse, is, this verse is crazy, though. <laughs> I got a bag of frozen peas I use on my knees. I injured from begging and trying to please. If you believe that, I'm losing my fat. Got a workout program and a new rubber mat. <laughs> Look at that. This is about you. Dude, yeah, right? This also, comes at a, a I really know good I've time. been shady, but I'll awaken 180. <laughs> yeah. Gonna get Too many Italian yoga. subs. I got to get rid of the blobs. I'm going to get a mat and do some yoga. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, this would be a lot better if it was crazy. Uh, yeah, but well, it's Ralphie still, it's is still playing, really good. Ralph's playing the drums, yeah, but they need that because you can tell it's Ralph because he's fucking slopping him up. He's the like very first, yeah. it's like, like the first Jesus. thirty seconds they mess up. Yeah, it's I, like, I mean, which yeah. I think is perfect for oh, the no, song. Yeah, it's it's a it's a song about a guy who's a mess, so it shouldn't yeah. be a mess of a song. Yeah, I, I it's agree a slop like, fest. I think it's an intentionally a slop if fest. Had, if he had thrown this on fucking, um, it's rock bottom, like you said, shoot. Yeah, like but like rock bottom part. What's the fucking? Uh, he probably got Ralphie loaded before he recorded. <laughs> What's the album? You know what he did? He probably taught them the song five minutes before that's they hit true. record. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's yeah. the album that that fucking ups on? And uh, oh, uh, uh, why do I have uh, Ragged Glory? If Ragged this was Glory, on Ragged yeah. Glory, and it was instead of three minutes and seventeen seconds, if it was eight minutes, this song would kick ass. Yeah. Although you'd I, have two Lost Keys references on Ragged Glory, and I think that's too much for one that's album. True. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. But I love right. this tune. It's a lot of fun. I love it's the fun. Yeah, I it's think super it's super fun. It's fun. Cranking it with the windows down and people like looking at you like, what are you listening to? Dude, I, was, I had that same thought because I was listening to this and I pulled up next to someone at a light. And also, Mike, Mike, a, a question for you as a Worcester native. If yeah. someone said, I need you to pick the dirty old man of Massachusetts, would it be Worcester or Fitchburg? Um, I think with the way things are today, yeah, it would... Uh, it fall, would be fall, it's fall River. It's Fall River. It's Fall River. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I, I, I even brought it up. Really, because Fitchburg, Fitchburg's trying at least. We're trying. Worcester's you know, trying. Worcester, Worcester's come a long way. Well, Worcester's yeah. got a lot of nice parts now. <laughs> fall River. Sorry, sorry to the South Coast people, but man, Fall River, New Bedford, that's yeah. that's a tough area. If we have any fans in Fall River, I don't apologize because you know that we're speaking the truth here and you got to yeah. get your shit together. They'll probably be the first to tell you. Yeah, they will. I used to go to this bar in Fall River when I visited a friend down there called the Neptune. And we were the two youngest guys in there. I think the average age, and then, and it was only guys and not a gay bar. Um, I think everybody was over 60 at the time. This is like when we were in our twenties and it was just, it was around the corner from his house. So that's why we went there. And it was just a real, it's where people went to die. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so and funny. they had like dartboards and a pool table, but no one ever played. You know, it was just a yeah. bad. It was a bad. Pl- I think it was called the Neptune. Yeah, it was. That makes bad. sense. The flip side of that, though, if I ever drove by a bar called the Dirty Old Man, I oh, you'd have to. Yeah, right. Be an in- instant. <laughs> oh, I'd yeah. go in immediately. Even it, like, and, it's, and the only thing better than a gay bar is an old gay bar. <laughs> and the Dirty Old Man would be fucking awesome. <laughs> be a good bar. That'd be a great bar. Are you kidding me? All right, we gotta. We're fucking. We're be dirty, but we're running. Yeah, we got three tunes left. Let's let's hit. Okay. It. Ever after this is a song about that Drew Barrymore movie, I think. <laughs> Never been kissed. Nope. Ever after. Yeah, I was kidding. No, be an asshole. Ben Keith. When you hear yeah. that rooster crowing in the dawn, in Classic. the dawn, there's really no way in knowing what goes on, what goes on. The world Luke, is do me a favor and just skip ahead to like two-ish some minutes. Are answered, two fifteen. Some are not. But Keith moment. The only fate. Why do you keep talking to Ricky Harvey? <laughs> isn't she the one that complained that we talk over the songs? Oh, yeah, that's right. So stop yeah. doing it. What the fuck? That's the joke. Well, we, you know, but, we have to. Russ, do you want to explain the fourth wall to Mike real quick? I know what the fourth wall is. <laughs> um, Jesus, like man, that is so beautiful. This is, this, my, is this is top three for sure. I mean, this, this is where... Go ahead. No, I was going to say this isn't top three for me, but this is number one Ben for me. I mean, I don't know how this is in top three. I, I, th- this song, Luke, lyrically. Oh my god! I, I also think his delivery, in my opinion, vocally, this is his best, the best on the record. You think, I think so? He, this one, yes. Is? I think he sings really well on this song. I think uh, the lyrics are so relatable and yet so simple. I feel like I've been writing songs now for almost a decade ish, like a decade about. And I've been trying to say what Neil said in this song. Really? Yes, man. Like there, it is so beautifully put. And I, uh, seriously, dude, I, I think this, I and I think this sums up exactly what she has been saying as far as the whole faith thing. Okay, it's all in this song. You yeah. know what? Look, I, listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. No, read it to world, me because the, because what I was gonna say is I think at this point I was so disheartened I probably didn't even hear the lyrics to this. So, but this will help me, I think. So. Dude, I'll read, I'll read all the lyrics, but pay attention especially to the second verse. But when you hear the rooster crowing in the dawn in the dawn, there's really no way of knowing what goes on, what goes on. The world is full of questions. Some are answered, some are not. The only faith you're keeping is the faith that you still got. Okay, that's great. That's, that's so really good. good. I mean, that's come really on, good. that's everything. Yeah. That, that right. second verse right there is fucking everything. That's and, coming, and coming after Dirty Old Man, yeah. yep. that, yes. that means a lot. Because that's why like this song to me is top three. Rock bottom. What does he have left? Shit. Yep. Yeah. So I'll you read know? that. Ver- I'll read that verse again, and then I'll finish the rest of the song. The world is full of questions. Some are answered. Some are not. The only faith you're keeping is the faith that you still got. I love the sound of laughter and music in the air, and in the ever in the ever after, I know it's always there. Okay. A man, a man had many boxes, and he liked them quite a lot. 
but they would not be opened because the value would be shot. Fucking okay, so I, good. Can I stop oh, yep, you there? Go ahead. That, yep, that go verse? Ahead. Yep. Obviously, that's about... Um, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. N- n- oh, no. Star Wars no. figurines. Exactly, <laughs> Russ. It's about Star Wars action figures. Because is, once man. you open that box... <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. Right? He liked them quite a lot, but they would not <laughs> be opened. Because the value would be lost. Now, in Neil's case, he's probably talking about model trains. Of course. I mean, yes, of course. But he wants to use the model trains. I mean, Darryl. that's why you have them, right? Darryl, you want to put them it. on the track, and you want to ride them around and, and have fun. But if you take them out of the box, they're going to lose value. <laughs> I, know right? we're, I know we're being silly, but also there's a lot that, like, you could yeah. go so deep with that metaphorically, man. Like, <laughs> when you, if you think about, like, things that you want to do in your life or thoughts that you want to explore right. or desires. Like there's a lot right, to that. So, and, so you, anyway, you let me finish them. the song. Let me finish the song. <laughs> Sometimes when I go walking, I love this line too. Sometimes when I go walking in the trees, in the trees, a man, keep going, keep going. No, <laughs> I refuse. I'm not going to read the lyrics over this. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. These lyrics no, are soon by it... Awaken 180. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yep. Welcome back to Long Night You Young, people. Yep. Sometimes when I go walking in the trees, in the trees, that's where I do my praying. In the trees, in the trees. The world is full of answers. Some are right, some are wrong. The one that I believe in is a wish in a song. I oh, love to see you really smiling. I love to see you smiling and hear your voice so fair. And in the ever after, I know you're always there. This song, Luke, lyrically right. is fucking so, Okay, let me, tell you, let me tell you this. Genius. This has happened a few times in this podcast. You've, I have written down my top three. You've changed my third song. This is my number three now. So You're welcome. Thank, thank you. I, I mean, just this, every, this, is every verse, to this song. every verse of this song is, this is really fucking, good. is, I mean, you could get enlightened. To each each lyric, right, each fucking verse here. of this song, man. It's it really is. There it, there's a lot of simple, incredible, beautiful truths in every fucking verse of this of this song. All right. Well, let's move on. And it tie, to me it ties all of all of everything like you were saying, Shu. Yeah. Go back to Dirty Old Man and the top of the record and and the struggle with alcoholism or trying to find your faith. Like right. I mean, and and you know, finding that right path. Yeah, I mean, j- just the, the like, if you want to pray to trees, who cares? Fucking pray to trees. Like, right. there's always questions about, you're always going to have questions about life and God and death and what happens in the ever after and all that shit. But like, what good. You, good, yeah. but what you believe is what matters most as long as you're trying your best to do the right thing. Yep. The, the next right thing. Like, if as long as what you think happens after it all or what's happening now with it all, as long as that is working for you and is not hurting other people, mm-hmm. then that's what's right. Right. And that's what Neil is saying in this song. That's why this song to me is, is an, un, I think it doesn't get enough credit. I, when I heard this song, I was like, fuck yeah, this is really does it for me a lot. No, keep, I, keep the Funko pops in the boxes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or you're just going nowhere. Keep well, those the, fucking Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards in right. their fucking protective right. Well, Here's the thing. When you're a dirty old man and you're trying to take the spirit road to the ever after, the thing you have to remember is there's no hidden path.
Alright, can you fade it a little? First of all, if he wasn't on a yacht for the if he was on a yacht for the first writing writing ordinary people in some of those other songs, for the second half of this record, he was definitely on a walk for writing the rest of these. Because <laughs> I mean, between this and then the the one before with you know being in the trees and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but but um, th- or he this was one out with Christopher Walken. Nice. This one, man, is. I mean, I fucking love this. I That's love my that number one. Me too. I love that lick. It's a great guitar lick. I love all the instruments in this. I like the way they're mixed. I like the vocals. I like the lyrics. And what I will say about this as well is where ordinary people gets old and you, you, you want it to end. This is the type of long Neil song, like 14 minute ish Neil mm-hmm. song that I want. I don't want to end like I don't I never got sick of this listening to it. I agree. Maybe you guys feel differently, but I was like, I, I'm fine with this song. It didn't feel as long to me, whereas ordinary people, I felt the length. This one, I didn't feel the length. I liked it. I liked the breaking up with the different things he did. Um, there's great solo stuff at, at like 420-ish and then like 925-ish. Nice. Shu, you might have some of the same parts written. Yeah, I don't definitely know, around 415, 420. Right. Yeah. I hit that real quick. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like the jam a lot better. Again, this this, I you know, I'm not diminishing anything what you said about the song, but I would like to hear Crazy Horse do this. I this one, so, this I, one, I, I felt yeah. like they did it right. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's better sure, than the sure, other like, stuff. But. Yeah, of course, it it might might lock in better with Crazy Horse, but. As far as like having Ben Keith play, play rhythm, I think he fucking nails it. Oh yeah, man. no, they sound great, and I love and, and Ralphie's on drums, and I think Rick. This is one of the shining one of the shining songs for me as far as Rick's bass playing. Agreed. I think I think he he. There's some really nice bass. There's some really nice Rick playing in here. Well, Rick is and, good. Rick is good throughout the whole album, but this yeah. is just a great showcase for them to kind of lock in together. I feel like. Because this is a really yeah. great song, and it's well-written, and this is a song that's supposed to be 14 and a half minutes. I really, I really like... I, this is, to me, the one where I, felt, I feel like Ben and Neil playing guitar together works the most. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, can you go to, like, 920... I don't know, 925? I don't know. Okay. I will, like that. I will say, though... On Mike's point, and I'm heading to that point now, Russ, but it would be very interesting to hear Poncho going back and forth. No, I agree. Yeah, but breaks. yeah, and I don't want to, I don't want to like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that's all I could hear 
or yeah, all yeah. I thought about through the whole song, all 14 minutes of it was, boy, I'd like to hear Crazy Horse do this. Yeah. All right. Let me, let me, which I agree. I mean, it would yeah. be great but to it's hear. It's still this. great. Yeah. It's a great jam. Yeah. All right. So here's a 910. I, I I love that too. I like I really like the dynamics in this what, song. I like that 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 chorus thing keeps coming back, but What is he saying? The way that it's like verbed out, it never it never gets old to me. Again, I think like yeah, you can repeat the same thing if you're trying to, you know, uh, you know, get a message across, but like I like that the way he does it, it 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 it, it the, the way it's verbed out and stuff, it it makes it I don't know, dynamic and stuff. I think he's saying ocean, sea, sky of blue. Uh, sorry, ocean, sky, sea of blue. Let the sand wash over you, giving mm-hmm. all that you, uh, giving all that you can give. That's and it great. sounds, it's, it's very like, it's haunting. It's ghostly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It kind of floats in the background gonna, there, which the is The second cool. half of this album is, it's just, it's insanely superior to the first half. First, it's half. amazing, man. I, I'm gonna say something controversial though, Sue. I think that the way Ben is playing rhythm and letting Neil play in this, especially when we just listened to that, he's doing more of a Danny Witten thing than because mm-hmm. Poncho has his own thing. Right. And then when I think Ben is doing here to back up Neil and he's holding that rhythm steady, man. He's a fucking pro. Obviously, like right. Ben has is a genius. And so what I heard in that was more of a Danny Witten vibe as far as like letting Neil do what he needs to do. And it's, they're all different, of course, you know, but I just got more of the Danny Witten vibe than I did a poncho vibe as far as the rhythm guitar, um, just staying steady and playing what they're playing to let Neil do what he needs to do. So I, and I could be way off and some people might freak the fuck no, out. That's what you hear. That's what, that's you what hear. I, that's yeah, 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 that's what I hear. So it's cool. And, uh, yeah. yeah no, I like, cool. I like this song a lot, man. This is definitely probably my top. So this is my top for sure. Let's hit, the, let's hit the last one. We're coming on two and a half hours here, which is fine. <laughs> um, Cause that's how long ordinary people was, but let's hit the last song. <laughs> Keep it going a little bit and go like to the verses and listen to Rick. Listen to Rick's bass playing.
You hear that like knock, knock, knock yeah. sound too? Yeah. That's nice. The That's my favorite verse. Coming in right there. So good. That's my favorite verse in the song right there. So many lost highways that used to lead home, but now they seem used up and gone. They yeah. sure had the magic when they were first found. You know, again, looking so back good. onto, you know, people that have chose, that chose their path. Yeah. May have been the right one or mistakes he's man. made in the path. And that sound you're hearing, I listen to it a lot. I believe that, that is thing that like that is a golf ball going into a hole thanks it, so. it took absolutely me four listens mm-hmm. of this to realize that was not something going wrong with my speaker it was yeah me too Kaufman-esque. right i thought i was like twice, getting a text it? or something it happens yeah i think it happens twice and it's it's a golf ball going into a hole and it wow. just brings me to you know the way the kids are saying are singing you know find the way to go home and that's your home. Of, I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. Kevin yeah. Nealon. You want to go home? Take the ball home, home, Happy. Ball? <laughs> what, are you too good for your home? <laughs> now I got to watch Happy Gilmore. Right. I love uh, this song. I, I mean, I like it. I'm glad, man, because literally, yeah. Shu, I wrote in my notes, I wrote, I'm sure Shu might hate this song, but I really dig it. I love it's weird song. enough for me. The I kids feel, make the kids give it a creepiness that I yeah, really but it's like, not, and, but it's not overdone because I no, feel no, it's, it's very Neil, natural. Yeah, yeah, when Neil goes for the choir, because I mean, come on, landing on water when he does the choir thing, especially right. like the boys' choir, yeah. he overdoes it. Right, and, and, he, this, and on, on living with war, it was a hundred people. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was a lot. It's too enough. much. This is just just enough, and it gives I it think that it's innocence. mixed. It's mixed so well. I think it's right. like. It, it's like it's, it's literally angels showing yeah, you the way. The yes, young, and the those young, to come home. The young boys, the young something. people's chorus of New York City. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's an internationally acclaimed children's chorus based in. New it's York it's City. right where it needs to be. I think mm-hmm. it's, it it works really yeah. well. Everything the instruments are so well mixed. Those simple like shuffle drums. I'm surprised it's Ralph to be honest because it it's like he's actually doing some kind of really good. I mean. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. Keep, Ralph's a great drummer, no, but, but he's, he's doing. He's normally keeping he's, it solid. He's a rock, right. sloppy, this, fucking yeah. crazy horse. He's keeping it almost Levon Shuffle style, simple yeah, here. Right. That's a good. That's good. That's he, a great describe. Yeah, he's really playing it really well. The organ when that comes in, it's I, great. I I also think that this has like a if you mixed like an early solo Paul McCartney with like a Pink Floyd, that type of weird that. Mm-hmm. The, works really well especially right. with like the, okay a the little piano bit yeah. and the choir um if you go back and listen to like mccartney like mccartney sure. one it's it's got the that type of vibe yeah. sometimes it with the piano like that. yeah yeah and and then like obviously with with the wall and stuff and the choir and everything mm-hmm. um i think it's like a, a blend and and i i i it works really well for me and, and i've said it uh, we I both love this have, song yeah. yeah i think i think he didn't overdo the choir, which to me is makes it fucking primo. That's great. Yeah. I like this. If song you can get that to work, then it really works. Yeah. I, I think this, this song was very comforting to me and same. Yeah. I just think if this was an EP, if Chrome dreams two was an EP that started with spirit road, I think I would have <laughs> felt completely different about it. And, and I, I, from spirit road on, I have nothing negative to say. And I just, I don't know. And Ordinary People takes me out of it so much. But this song really, 
it's very comforting. I can't explain it another way. It's very well, it's comforting. the it's the kids' voices reassuring you that yeah. you've made the right choice. It's like I said, like angels saying, "Yes, this is the I way to go. Choice. You're good. You're yeah. good. You're yeah. doing all right. So keep going this way." And it's comforting to the youngsters listening to know that they made the right choice. Listening to this many episodes of this podcast, you've made the right choice, youngsters. So. And scene. <laughs> and then the crickets. Did you hear the crickets yes. in the background? <laughs> those are, again? Shoes got no uh, shoes got the birds. Mouth. I've got the crickets. Oh, I don't know. The crickets. The okay. crickets are in my house, so I don't know what that says about me at this point. I know. It's not like I live in, in nature here. I'm in friggin' woods. Why don't you turn a goddamn light on too, Luke? I know. Jesus Luke, you're, you're, because are you like, are you for, naked? Do you have like a He's just he's listen. We're pissing and he's pissing and shitting into empty beer cans right now. I do have to piss again, but I'm not gonna piss because we're two and a half hours in. All right, let's let's okay. So let's let's go to our top three. Okay, can I go? Can I go first? Yes. So my original three was Spirit Road, but it has since changed to Ever After. Literally in the past ten minutes. So it, my, my top three are the final three songs. It's Ever After is my Same. three. The Way is my two. And my number one is No Hidden Path. So. We, have, we have almost the same list. I, I wrote that I could, the, the last three are my top three, and you could put them in any order and I'd be fine. Okay. The way, the way I have them right now, though, and I did switch it, the way I have them right now is No Hidden Path, Ever After, and The Way. I was okay. going to switch number one to ever after but i'm going to keep it as no hidden path and so i have no hidden path as one ever after is two and the way is three nice well i have um no hidden path as three dirty old man as two and beautiful bluebird as my number one that's nice. your number one that's that's, that's, just, I, a, I, that's a good number a, it's one. just a great that, w- that would be song is yeah. put together so well i, I agree that was hard so well yeah that Everything was hard for me it, to not have it yeah. came together it came to it really came together well. It sounds great. I love it. It, it you know, it, it puts me, it it puts me in a mood. Sure. You know, it puts me in a good mood. That's what the it's last kind of like three songs. You, said you yeah. felt about the way. Yeah. Yeah. Luke. yeah. And sure. to me, that that kind of is a comforting song to me. Daryl, yeah. he he nailed it. <laughs> he likes the birds. <laughs> Daryl, okay. I've almost said nail three times. Oh fuck. <laughs> Uh, cut songs. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go first. Um, despite it being a part of the journey of this album, um, I'd say Shining Light is my cut song. Okay. Same, Shoe. Same. Because at least... And you, you, did, you did convince me on the like journey of it. Like it, it, it does add to the story and the... But I mean, just... I, I wanted... I didn't... It doesn't... It, yeah, I agree. It's nothing. And yeah, and, really, I, and was, I wanted I wanted there, something. I, I needed something after ordinary people. Right. But my original cut song, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. So I agree. I agree. Go ahead. Luke. We know what it is, but <laughs> what song did you cut from Chrome's yeah. Thank you for listening to Long May You Young Youngsters. That's right. One day at a time, youngster people. <laughs> Shitty podcast people, not sexy people. Uh, what's yeah. the next? What's the next album? Are we gonna do? Um, That's a good question, Mike. Are we gonna do Crosby, Stills and Nash, no. Young, Deja oh, Vu Live? We talked about doing Deja Vu. Uh, but are we gonna we, do uh, Sugar Mountain Live at the Canterbury House? I think we should do Fork in the Road and then throw in uh, 
Sugar Mountain. I personally. Okay. I love Sugar Mountain, so we should Agreed. definitely talk about Sugar Mountain. We haven't done any CSNY, so I don't think we should start doing it now. That'll okay. be for the. That'll be our. Third that could be Patreon a different episode. thing. Yeah. After the um, Back to the Future two, and then the Rush episode. But I mean, if you think we can do Fork in the Road and Sugar Mountain live, then let's do that. If you know not, what? Hey, hey, youngsters, if you've made it this far in the podcast, you're a true youngster. Right. If you really want a Patreon, let us know uh, via Facebook or somehow, and then we'll we'll legit we'll just fucking start one with we'll record a fucking Back to the Future two episode. Fine. Yes. <laughs> we'll get Mike Shu to watch Back to the Future two, yeah. and we'll yes, with we'll nails. We'll record a commentary. Hey Daryl. Nails. Hey Daryl. Where they're going, they don't need roads. <laughs> Mike doesn't. Just rails. <laughs> that's, why, that's why three is my favorite Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't he doesn't get that one either. No, no, I, I didn't um, see any I, of those. Come on, so, Jules and Vern. Come I've on. I've heard. I've heard. So I've heard. Not so. Not. I've heard Fork in the Road is not that good. So I think if we do Sugar yeah, Mountain yeah, and yeah. Fork, I think it'll be kind of... Okay. I think it'll be good. I'm fine. Right, so yeah, that'll I think be, we'll get through that. That'll be up next. Uh, make sure you uh, check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, also Follow at us, yeah. Long May You Young on Twitter and Instagram. And we are always posting on the Neil Young subreddit on Reddit. Please go to our website, longmayyouyoungpodcast.com. There's merchandise available there. Yes. Um. And also, uh, you can listen to all the episodes if you missed any or uh, you want to keep up on them. That's a great place to uh, listen to them also. So longmayyouyoung.com. We appreciate you listening. We're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Yep. I miss you guys. This is, uh, even though this album was rough for three weeks, this was fun. And yeah, I'll, uh, I miss you. I miss seeing your face because literally you're in darkness. <laughs> yeah, we, haven't just... been, we haven't been able to see your face for like the last 30 minutes. Okay. So it's kind of creepy. Well, I just Luke, just, just play some Simon and Garfunkel, man. You look like <laughs> Donald Glover no one, in the video no for can... that fucking song. I forget what it's called. You just, <laughs> I can't, it's just like sparkly things around your head. All right. Well, and anyway, you look like you have a gold tooth. Anyway, I, pro- I whatever. Okay. <laughs> I need to go eat some food because I haven't eaten anything and I've literally just been drinking and. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel it too, man. You're going to feel it too. Yes, I probably will. But anyway, Chrome Dreams 2, thank fucking God we're done with this album in my own Luke Condon personal opinion. And uh, listen next next time for uh, Fork in the Road and Sugar Mountain, whatever the fuck we talk about. It's Neil Young. We love him. We hate him. We don't hate him. We love him. Fucking Neil, man. Wow. Jesus Christ, Luke. Good job, Luke. You're really doing a great job. Shut the the fucking mic off, Luke. Shut the mic off. All right. I'll see you guys guys. Thanks. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.